5, 5, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. We have ignition. Strap in.
you know, shameful acts against women. Um, it just it blows my mind. I saw when I saw the Mixon video, I was watching it with uh, my uncle, and the first thing we both said, and this is going to sound horrible, was "Down goes Frazier," um, followed by "Holy cow! Look how quickly he ran out of that restaurant." Um, I mean, look, there's a couple of schools of thought here, and, and let me just we're we're probably going to differ a little bit here. But let me just get mine out there and deal with the backlash on my own. Um, A, (laughs) I don't care who you are. Never lay your hands on anybody. Like, if if you ain't ready to get dropped, don't put your hands on anybody. I don't care what color you are. I don't care who you sleep with in the bedroom. I don't care what sex organs you got. Don't lay your hands on somebody thinking they ain't going to swing back. You don't know that. Don't do it. Uh, If you're a woman... I swear to God, if you lay a hand, if a, you hit, you slap a guy and he drops you like Nixon did, and then you scream and cry about it, and then next week you're begging for gender equality, you need to have yourself evaluated for, for, for mental deficiencies. Okay, You don't get equality all right, by saying, well, he hit me, so he should be in trouble for hitting me because I'm a woman. No, 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 no. He should be in trouble for hitting you, but you hit him first. Okay, so that's where the equality thing is. You both get in trouble then. All right. Um, lastly, did no, no, nobody in that restaurant, none of the dudes in there thought, yo, he just knocked her out. We should do something. Like, oh, let's just stand there and watch him bolt. Cowards. Like, I Cowards. Mean, I mean, it, it, this is something that I'm pretty sure we'll talk about later with the University of Minnesota. Um, but, I mean, if, if – if I'm Joe Mixon's buddy, okay, and I'm standing next to him, and I see you drop her like that, the first thought in my head is to drop you. You didn't need to punch her out. You, you did, Harry. There, there, there's such a thing as excessive force, and that's what that was. He could have easily just pushed her away, okay, or just grabbed her hand. But instead, he decided. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to throw a haymaker because I know if I land, she ain't going to be able to throw one back. And, and that that's where my issue with Nixon is. But both parties are at fault here in my eyes. She should have never laid her hands on him. I don't know what, what words were exchanged. Supposedly, she called him a, a racial slur. I still don't think that gives you a right to hit nobody. But, uh, you know, and, and at the end of the day, they're both at fault. Bob Stoops should not have brought him back. Because if it had been a fight with another guy at a bar, Joe Mixon probably gets kicked off the team. And as much crap as people give Florida State, when DeAndre Johnson got caught doing what he did, it didn't matter what the circumstances was. He was gone. So for Oklahoma to go, well, he's a five-star running back. We're going to need him. So we ain't going to get rid of him. That's the same thing you do with Frank Shannon. Frank Shannon got got nailed for I want to say, um, it's it was it was another crime against a woman, but I want to say it was sex based, and they suspended him a year and brought him back because he was going to be an important contributor to the defense. So I, I think, um, and I talked yeah. to one of the ladies who was uh, who's the big goes to all the schools and does the rape advocacy thing, and she's a big supporter of Bob Stoops, and I questioned her. I'm like, at what point? You know, you, you list the four names of the guys and go, what point do you stop and go, wait a minute? Like, this isn't a good record. 
And she put out a long response, but net, net, she's like, I know who Bob Stoops is, and I trust him as a man. I'm like, mm, okay. His actions are speaking a little louder than his words. Well, Jonathan, I, and, and, and I, I don't disagree with what you said. I know you probably expected me to bash you or, or something like that. No, you're right. Nobody should touch anybody, okay? Um, nobody should ever lay, lay hands on, on anyone. But from the video I saw, she pushed him. I didn't see a slap. If I missed it, my bad. But still, if a woman slaps me, and I've been slapped before, you know, it's not life-changing. It's not going to knock me down. It's not going to hurt me. It's going to upset me. But, like, I can walk away or I could, like, you know, grab her hands. And, I mean, but this guy is a violent criminal, man. Anybody that would hit someone, like, I don't care if it's a man, you hit him like that, like, for no reason, really, by the push or something. I mean, he's going to jail. And But this woman right here, was, I mean, it's not just him. It's other players that Bob Stoops has coached. Gus Malzahn got win of uh, Javon Robinson with something and it come to come to find out it was false they kicked him off that day i mean you don't play around these coaches don't play around they'll play around with you smoking some pot getting a dui getting in a fight in a bar yeah they'll deal with it but you hit a woman you see jimbo fisher what he does mike leach gus malzahn nick saban People like, well, excuse me, I'm sorry I said Nick Saban. He brought one of them back on his team only to get him kicked back off a couple weeks later after he hit another woman. Mm-hmm. So, excuse me, I shouldn't have said, I shouldn't have said Saban. I apologize. He's, but Stoops is so caught up in winning. Mm-hmm. Character is revealed when the crap hits the fan and, you you know, when push comes to shove. You know, he wants to win, and he wants to win bad. Beckham, I forgot all about that. Thank you for bringing it up. But let's see what little Quinn's got to say about it. Quinn, would you do you, do you think it's acceptable to to beat women, or are you are you agree with Jonathan? It's okay. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, Jonathan. No, no, I don't think it's acceptable. And just this whole thing brought me back to a time I was back in seventh grade, and I was hanging out with my friend. And this girl randomly just came up to him and started hitting him, kicking him. And all he did was was uh, calmly grab her hand, put his, put his legs around hers so she, couldn't, so she couldn't hit him or kick him. And, I mean, that's the right way to handle that situation. Now, yeah. if it was a guy, it's a different story. A guy comes up and slaps me. I'm going to punch him right square in the face. But if it's a girl, <laughs> yeah, you just walk away. But as a leader, as a leader, you have to you, – your job as a head coach is to win football games. We know that. That's why you make millions of dollars. But it's also to run a clean program, as clean as you can. Everybody's got a little dirt in the closet. Everybody knows that. But to turn these young men, these young guys into men and teach them about consequences. You know, you, you hit women, you don't get a full ride here, guy. You're going to be in prison, okay? That's where you're going. You're not going to be able to, to use us to get to the NFL. And that's why Bob Soups is sending a loud message. Is And there's – 
there was some kind of activist going on right now, and Jonathan, they're wanting, they're asking the questions to Oklahoma's AD, president, everybody. You come out and talk about this. We're tired of your silence. We're tired of you ignoring it. Just like Bob Stoops deleted my comment last night or, or blocked me, but then one of those guys committed, and I went under on his and, and recruited said, guy, are you sure you want to? You want to sign with a school that may be on probation before long that, that tolerates hitting women? You don't look like the kind that would do that to me, so I'd reconsider my commitment. And, uh, I mean, I just if it was an Auburn player, I'd be the same way, guys. It doesn't matter the school. What matters the man. Bob Stoops is a piece of junk. It happened at any school, but it's what you do after it happens is what I look at. So if if Jimbo Fisher recruited a player and he punched a woman, Jimbo got rid of him, kudos to Jimbo. You can't look bad on Florida State for that happening. You look bad on the individual. But when it goes when it gets to the point where 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 Jimbo allowed it to happen and there's really no consequences really, oh, you're suspended for a little while but you can come back, then that's when you you have to start looking at the integrity because bad things happen everywhere, Jonathan. Every school but it's how the leaders react. And there needs to be something overall. It shouldn't be up to the coaches to decide. It should be at every college. If you're following against women in, any, women in any way, you touch a woman, you hit a woman, unless it's just totally self-defense, you make contact with her, and what he did was not self-defense, then you're out of school, period, right? I mean, would you agree with that? Would you have any problem if that came out tonight if you're in any college and you hit a woman, you sexually assault a woman, you're done. Period. No, we don't. We don't care about anything else. You'll never step foot back on this campus again. How would you feel, Jonathan? Look, I'm perfectly all right with that. I'm perfectly all right with that. I think that is uh, well, well within the realms of a reality of, of the environment that uh, we live in, where any sort of assault. It's not okay. It's not, um, and, and you know, it just it, it drives me up a wall. And obviously, I, I you know we obviously we've 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 reached it. And you know I'm I'm with you. I'm with Quinn there. I mean you know, and I've been in the situation where a girl's mad at me and she starts you know just smiling, and you know you just you restrain them the best way you can without you probably, causing You probably harm. cheated on that girl, if I had to guess, Jonathan. You probably cheated on her and got her all riled up. I played the fifth. Um, but, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's just, you know, you, you just, you, I'm at a loss for words for, for Oklahoma. And I, I'd like to know, how, you know, has this had because we, we see this run here with the four kids. And I bet, you know, and I said, you know, I bet you if Tyreek Hill had been eligible to transfer to Oklahoma, had that year eligibility, Stoops would have taken him. And I bet you after Greg Hardy got uh, got his thing, uh, Bob Stoops was wondering if he had any eligibility left. I mean, that's 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 what I'm thinking right now. And I'd like to go back to the, the rosters and see how many of those type of players he's had before. And how he treated those instances. Um, but at the end of the day, this is a guy who came from the, the from the University of Florida. That was his previous coaching stop. So I don't really expect much from him. Well, and here's here's where we as a society we 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 have a society here that thinks again everybody gets a trophy. There's no there's no consequences 
for actions if you're an athlete. Like Jonathan said, I'm a five-star running back. There's somebody who's going to need me. And it's just, look, I don't care if you smoke weed and do that. I don't care. That's stupid. And, and kids are stupid. And I don't mind a guy getting in a fight with another guy and shutting his jaw up and wiring it up. If it, if it happens, it happens. If there's a reason. Now, like on Alabama's campus where those guys robbed the guy and all jumped on him and beat him half to death and was still allowed to be on campus, yeah, I have a problem with that. But guys get in fights with other guys. That happens. We've done it all growing up. But when you get to a certain age, once you get to a certain age, there's consequences for fighting. If I go out tomorrow and get in a fist fight at Publix while I'm shopping doing groceries, guess what? I'm going to jail. I'm not going to have a job. I'm going to lose my job. And there's consequences for that. These kids, there's no consequences for their actions. And that's what the the life lesson they're learning is, okay, I can beat the hell out of anybody I want to. I can hit women. And it's okay. You know why? Because I've been told ever since I was a kid, I'm the man. I'm the best at this. I can run a, a pigskin up and down the field. I'm going to tell you, if I saw what happened that night, whether I can, whether he beat me up or not, me and him's going, I'm, he's going through a glass, I can promise you. That door he's going out of, he's going to go out of it head first. And, you know, one of us is going to make it out of there alive probably. I'm not going to ever allow a woman to be hit and beaten on while I'm watching. I've seen it one time. I was at a gas station coming back from a softball tournament. A man slapped his wife, girlfriend, whatever. Guess what? My baseball bat was was sitting right out here out of this bag that I got it out of my hand. Let me tell you this. The guy didn't hit his wife again. I, I can promise you that. And, you know, I, I at that point, I made a decision. If I saw it tomorrow, I'm going to do the same thing. Because I would rather go to jail and get questioned, why did you split this guy's skull wide open? Well, he hit his girlfriend rather than, oh, he gave me a wrong look. Does that make sense, Jonathan? I mean, we, we all have a right to react but we all have to face the consequences that come with our actions. And Oklahoma is coming. They're going to be playing in the South. You know, in the South, you know, there's some people think that people beat their wives and all this stuff. But, no, people from the South, they don't really appreciate women being harmed and children. So I'm hoping this Auburn defense is it has these guys' numbers circled like bullseyes when they play them. I, I hope that guy gets hit. I don't mind three or four personal foul unnecessary roughness penalties on these guys, Jonathan. Let's just get it out in the first series. Go ahead and have a big brawl the first first series of the game with Oklahoma. Those two guys, take them and, and end their season, end their careers for, what I, for all I care. Yeah, I mean, the D.D. Westbrook thing, uh, his, his case seems a little more convoluted. Um, it almost seems like it was – I mean, I know he tore apart one of the baby mama's, like, front doors or whatever. Um, and I read the story. It broke her on. If you haven't. Yeah. I mean, and it seemed like it was always a dispute over he wanted to see his kid, which, you know, that, that's – not the way to do it. No, obviously it's not the way to handle it. And and, and I, I hate the fact that he was running run through uh, hell and back just to see his own child. Um, but that's not how you handle that situation, uh, clearly. So, I mean, you know, the DD and the fact that they were able to keep D.D. Westbrook's past under wraps for so long is actually pretty impressive when you think about it. 
um, you know, and this is a kid who actually, I mean, he took a year off from football and still came back and, you know, now, you know, his two kids, you know, he has two kids that are with him all the time and all that other good stuff. I mean, you know, so there's, there's some positives that came out of the D.D. Westbrook's backstory, but at the same point in time, he's, you know, he's got two strikes against him as far as that goes. Yeah. So, well, you know, the, I, well, hold on, hold on, Jonathan. Let's bring, let's get, before we move off this topic, I want you to finish. Let's let Sonny weigh in and, and see what he has to say about this violence against women. Sonny, how do you stand on this Joe Mixon, Oklahoma, Bob Stoops fiasco going on right now? Well, the Joe Nix thing, this was a couple of years ago. I, I, I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be maybe the guy on the other side of this. I don't care. This was a couple of years ago, and how they handled it is how they handled what? it. How they handled it was wrong. No question, but they handled it. But this was a couple of years ago, and now he brings this out. He's the one that put it out there, okay? And let's let's not make a mistake, okay? The reason why he – they should have brought this out a couple of years ago. And the reason why they should have to where they can have a couple of years behind not having to worry about this when teams are going, hey, do we want this guy or do we want it? Oh, that was a couple of years ago. Yes, it was a couple of years ago, but it just came out. It's fresh in the mind. You know why that, that video came out. It was to try to get him better better draft thinking. But that should have been done a couple of years ago. Of course, didn't have an agent if you do everything right then, so I guess it wasn't handled the right way as far as the money is concerned. But, you know, I, I guess maybe I don't care, I, you know, regarding the Knicks thing. It's done. It's over with. That was two years ago. He was off the team for a whole year. You know, frankly, I'll be honest, that's one of the better better ones that they've had out there where, you know, they miss a half a game for something or, you know, half a quarter. So, so you think a year is okay for no. know, punching a woman? I'm just saying it's better than most. Uh, I'm just saying I, I, don't, I don't think know. it's enough. But most I'm that I see, my, 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 most of that I see, they're going for good. They're not, they're not coming back. They're, they're kicked off. Exactly. The team. Heard a I'm right there with it. you. He, he kicked off his best player, five-star running back Javon Robinson. Didn't even get his day in court or anything. Found out he was innocent. But this guy's on video punching a woman, knocking her out cold. How many coaches tolerate that? That's what I'm trying to get to. How many well, it went to the NFL. Look, 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 hey, there, there were teams that would have they, – they let, they let Ray Rice get back into the NFL. Okay, not no one grabbed him, but he was eligible. So, you know, it, it, it's, just how you, it's just how you look at it, okay? If you look at the Ray Rice situation, they had video on that. She, he knocked that bitch out. Okay, she was – I mean, yeah, but what happened? Well, what happened? Well, Nobody wanted him, and, and that should be the same exactly, thing in Oklahoma. But, but guess what? Guess what? Like this is the Washington. NFL. He he was available though. They they made him available. Let him be available instead of kicking his ass out of the league like they should have done. Like they shouldn't have let the kid back on. That's what they did. They they, they did what they did. Now the the next thing, the guy was out of gear, and I don't think it's right. It should have been longer. He shouldn't be back on. But it's better than most, Tarvin. How many times do you hear pro- about problems with kids doing stupid things and they're out a quarter? You know, or half a game, oh. or some BS well, like marijuana, that. Who cares? Who cares? Marijuana. I agree with that. Alabama's I agree with that part too. A stolen weapon and marijuana, and he didn't even miss a play. I mean, exactly. you and I would be under a jail cell right now. Ab- and, uh, absolutely. Had it happened. I, I'm just saying they handled that. it. They did. 
they handled it. It wasn't handled right, but at least he missed a whole year compared to not missing any or not miss a play like that dude did. So, and, and granted, it wasn't enough, but it's better than what most of them have been out there at. Now, that don't mean that it was right, and I and don't mean that I'm in full agreement with the coaches. I'm just saying it's better um, than others. That having been said, I have a new favorite college, uh, new second favorite college football team. You know who it is? Minnesota. I went out and bought me a sweatshirt, T-shirt, and hat on the way. And I'm not even, I'm not even joking, Tarvin. Why? They're they're awesome. You want to know why they're awesome? This is real simple. They said, you want to go ahead and boycott it? Go ahead. We won't play then. The reason why they unboycotted or said they weren't was Minnesota was fully ready for them to go ahead and not play in that game if those 10 went ahead and boycotted. Instead, now, they didn't boycott. They're going to play. That's fine. But if they didn't, I think it was Illinois State that was next up in line that they were going to have play in that game. The Minnesota Golden Gophers were willing to do it. And you got to like it. Sonny. Agree with me. You didn't. You didn't talk to me before the show. Jonathan didn't. Quinn didn't. This was sitting there on my list second to talk about Minnesota, about about how kids do. But let's close this first one up though about Bob Stoops. But okay. here's what I want to see, and, and and here's what I think should happen. I think any time a woman is assaulted sexually, physically, I don't think a kid you don't give up on him and throw him away for good. But he cannot attend that school ever again. And because one hundred percent on campus, there's a lot. There's a lot of women on campus. That woman's still on campus. This guy's on campus. He's got to go out somewhere else. And if another school's willing to bite on him, that's up to them. But I think if you hit a woman, you can no longer be on the football team. You no longer get scholarships at that school. I'll close this up now. We've talked long enough about it. Now to Minnesota. What you know, Sonny? We we talk about this Minnesota thing. We've been talking about it for years, really. These players think they control everything. They yeah. don't understand the law. They don't understand anything. They're just like, hey, we're gonna boycott. First of all, nobody cares. You're Minnesota, okay? Yeah, uh, I'm sure exactly. Minnesota's leadership was happy to not play that bowl game because Jonathan, how much money are they gonna lose Minnesota? By playing that bowl game, probably, because they're going to have to eat the tickets because nobody's going to go to that game. Do you think people in Minnesota are going to go all the way to Texas to watch a football game? Really? Well, I mean, wouldn't you rather spend uh, your Christmas vacation in San Diego than uh, Minnesota right now? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, uh, well, I mean, I how, how many people can afford that, though? How many people can afford it fan base-wise, like, you know, you're looking at it. Minnesota's like, hey, we don't care. I mean, these kids are stupid, the ones that said they're going to boycott. And what I'm trying to say is the pussification of America. Sonny, remember I, I came up with that years ago? Uh, yep. Th- these kids over here think they rule it. And here's the deal. You're not Alabama. You're not Florida State. You're not Notre Dame. You're not LSU. You're Minnesota, Okay. You don't have a right to anything, and nobody cares. You know what the bowl committee said? The the bowl, okay, that's fine. Like Sonny said, we 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 hold on. I got a team license that'll take your place. Who cares? Just let me yep. know. And and Sonny, Sonny, that was the funniest thing out of all of it. The bowl was like, whatever, we don't care. 
Exactly. Go ahead. Exactly. And here's here's one other thing, just really quick about that. Okay, what they what they did though in reality, Tarvin, is hopefully set a precedent. Okay, first of all, the the ten that the the ten that are off the team, they should be off. And frankly, the ones that were making a fuss about it, I'd find them and I'd suspend them too and kick them off the team. Because if you're backing that behavior, you can't be on my football team. You got to go too. If you if you for one second think that whatever happened, regardless if it was consensual or whatever it is, moralistically, you say it out loud. Yeah, I'm going to be number nine of ten that banged this chick. Okay? Yeah, you say that out loud, it's stupid. Okay? So we can't have that many stupid people on my team. And if you believe that that's actually a thing that you want to back and support, you can be off the team too. That, and, and frankly, I'm surprised they didn't do that too. I mean, moralistically, it was a horrible thing whether she was drunk saying, yeah, give it to me, give it. Pretty soon, your, your common sense has got to go, there's something wrong with this chick. Uh, you know, it, there's something wrong. Well, I, I better leave it alone. Well, here's the problem, Jonathan, is the girl said yes to a guy, okay? She didn't say yes to the whole team. And and that's called gang rape, gang gang rape. And uh, these guys think it's okay because they're football players that they can come take advantage of this, this yep. female because she, because she did consent. To having sex with one of them, but did she ask to be gang raped, Jonathan? I mean, my God! And, and anybody that would support that, like Sonny said, get off my team. I don't want you anyway, freak. Absolutely. Get out. I mean, I, I thought Minnesota was supposed to be this clean program. It sounds like to me there's some skeletons going to be coming out pretty soon. That this has been going on for a while. But Tarvin, really quick, let's let's not. Let's not be naive, okay? This happens at every big college. I'm sorry it does. It just does. And and, and they just haven't been found out. I'm going to tell you right now, most schools have the same problem. It's just not getting out. They're covering it up well, you know, floating some money here and there to shut somebody up. Believe me, this happens. I lived in Tempe. Well, I didn't live in Tempe, but I lived close to Tempe, Arizona. I've been to many parties where many football players were at, even when I was too old to be there. And when I seen it happening, Sonny got the hell out of there because there's some shit going on in there that I didn't need to be a part of. And the same thing with those players. When they start seeing that stuff, they, they need to get up and go. The problem is alcohol says, yeah, I want a part of it. And, and that's one of the problems. It, it, you go back to the alcohol on football. Yes, they're not 21. They should not be allowed to have it. I'm not naive. I know that it is, but that's the law too. So the universities have to come down, first of all, on the alcohol. And then second of all, stop covering everything up because this is not the only place this has happened. I don't don't believe it for a second. And, I, and I'll put it out there. It's happened to ASU. I'm telling you it has. Well, alcohol is never going to be banned. Jonathan, you have some thoughts on this whole Minnesota thing? I mean, I know that hit close to home with Jameis Winston and everything. So, any thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, I got a couple things. One, this does set a precedent of some sort because the po- – if the players had stuck through with the boycott, I would have been interested to see where it all had shaped out. Yeah, the bowl game didn't care. They had Northern Illinois lined up ready to go. Um, but 
this was a case of we didn't get a conviction criminally, so we went through the school process. And they said, well, our players weren't given due process. That's cute. Uh, there is no due process uh, through uh, the, a school trial. Sorry, not sorry. There isn't. There's no due process in that. Trust me, I've gone through it's it. Stupid. There, there, it's stupid. It, it, it's a civil case at that point. There, there's no reasonable doubt, okay? It, it's, it's, you know, we think something happened, okay, then we think something happened, and this is what's handed out. Um, now, these players weren't allowed to play back in September. Uh, five, the five who are facing expulsion weren't allowed to play back in September because she actually filed a restraining order against them. Um, so that tells me something probably happened at some sort. But they couldn't get a criminal conviction. Because they, from the prosecution said, well, we couldn't get a straight story out of her. And that was what was going to sink us. And that is, tends to be an issue um, with cases like this. And that's why there's the, uh, the doubt of, well, is she telling the truth or did she just get shamed? You know, is, is this a, uh, is this a, you know, she woke up and regretted her actions and said, okay, well, let's. Let's unregret these things because there, there are instances of that happening. Um, at the same point in time, boycotting the football game, I think, was uh, unnecessary in an, in an extreme reaction. Uh, and the fact that for the players to call off the boycott, it took them to read the report uh, for them to decide, okay, maybe we should end this because it seems like something might have happened. And my bigger issue with, they well, you know, there's – there's, um, I didn't read there's it. They're, they're, they're well, too dumb to read that long of a document. Well, I mean, there's the one who was an English major that was the one running the show, so I'm hoping he could read. Um, but you know, you had the five facing expulsion who were uh, in part of whatever happened, and then you had the four facing a one year ban, and one was facing uh, a one year probation. And those five, it from what I've gathered were in the vicinity of whatever happened and didn't do nothing. And that's why they're looking at uh, the punishment they are. Uh, the kid who got the probation should just take his suspension like a man and move on because he sounds like he, you know, he got the, <laughs> the, the lucky draw out of all the ten. Um, my, my bigger thing here was the head coach was left to die. If he supports the players, they, and he admitted it, you know, he's, you know his job – was on the line at that point, and you know that, that's going against the administration. If he sides with the administration, then he looks bad in the eyes of recruits, and he loses his team, and he might as well be fired. Yeah. So I, for Tracy Clay's, I feel like he was put in a miserable position. He acted as admirably as he could with the with the, the adversity there, and that's somebody who I've grown to respect to another level. Because he saw a lose-lose situation and said, well, how can I find a way to win this? Um, but this Minnesota thing, um, and as it is with, you know, like you mentioned, Jameis, and that civil suit was dropped. And people were like, oh, well, they came to an agreement. And I'm like, yeah, the agreement was that both of them would drop their suits. Like, he didn't really concede anything. His whole, you know, if Jameis conceded anything, it was more lawyer fees. Um but because of what happened there and how, you know, they, they couldn't even arrest him um, with the evidence they had. And then they went to a trial through the school board. 
and they came back and found him uh, innocent of all charges, um, which says a lot to me. Uh, they tend to be trigger happy. Yeah, and I don't want to go off on Florida State, but it's a, it's another example of covering something up. The own police department was. I mean, if Jameis was a regular kid, regular quarterback, he'd have been kicked out of school. But when you've got a five-star phenom talent there, you're going to do everything you can to keep him. And and that's just what college football is today. What are we going to get? And I'm not saying Jameis did anything. The, the evidence points that he did. But, but, you know, from what I've seen and common sense, I mean, but the thing is he was a, a great athlete that won Florida State a national championship, won a Heisman Trophy. Playing well in the NFL. I mean, it's, you kick him off, your team's done. And, and and it's not just Florida State and Oklahoma. And it's everybody out there needs to reevaluate themselves. Honey, is that your phone? I'm getting a little background on. Yeah. You might be. I might have a fan on that's probably doing it. But let me just – and then I'll turn off the fan after I say what I'm going to say. Listen, Tracy Clays, you're right. Uh, all right. Hey, this guy was screwed. But here's my thinking. Couldn't he sell this to the to a player? Listen, we don't put up with BS. Okay, this is we're going to be a disciplined school. This is what it, and this kind of nonsense goes on. If you're on my football team, you're done. I think you can sell that. I think you can sell it if you do it right. Obviously. Now, are you going to get the blue chippers? Probably not. That having been said, you can get some players in there. But screw these kids, man. I mean, if I was if I was Tracy Clays, I'm sitting here going, you know what? Screw these kids. They're not the ones paying my bills. Screw these kids. I don't need the kids to be behind me. I'll find someone to play football for this team. I think that's where I would be if I was if I'm Tracy Clays right here. Okay. And and, and just just another thing, the the school came straight out that said if those kids boycott this game, the ten that are there, we're not going to play. They came out and they laid it on the line. Now. I agree with Tarvin. These guys are too stupid to give the, to to read a report. What their deal was is they were going to miss a free vacation to San Diego. That's what they were upset about, and when it all came down to it. Okay. Well, I've even heard that some of the parents got involved and called their kids. And you know, a lot of the parents booked the trip to San Diego, so I bet you there was some financial motivation behind them. <laughs> but it sounded like some of the parents essentially said, "Stop being stupid, y'all. Like, if you're you're not you're not the one who's been suspended, you're not the one facing punishment here. Um, you want to stick up for your guys? That's fine. But but let's 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 do this in, in, on a different forum." You know, and, and it goes back to everybody's boycotting and thing. I mean, I get it. It's it's covered under our constitutional rights, right, to a private, to a peaceful protest. But at some point, it, it just gets – you just have to sit there and go, damn, this is getting ridiculous. It, I yeah, mean, it is. At this point, the right to protest has lost its luster. People protest, and they're like, like, another it's like, one? It's like the Democrats. The Democrats, every day, it's another excuse why they lost the election. The aliens came down and hacked the servers. I mean, I mean I'm just tired. Look, you lose, you move on. I mean, there's no protest. There's no – you don't have to protest everything sunny. I mean, the, I mean I, and, and, and I know this is not a political show, but I'm so sick of hearing about the Democrats, why they lost the election. You know why you lost the election? Barack Obama, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. That's why you lost the election. The country's tired of them. They're tired of 
They want to change. That's why you lost. It's it. It's over with. So, Sonny, how many more excuses can we hear over the next month until Trump comes into office? Uh, you're gonna. It'll always be. We got Ford. Like I said, the. I'll tell you right now. The late night comedians are loving the fact that Trump is in is in office. Okay, because they got four years of material. They they will never go off the air. Um, it was because of the some of the appointments that some people think are a little bit ridiculous and and things of that sort. Love they them. are going to. They're gonna live on it. Of course, that's the, that's the political thing about the whole thing. But. Having been said, as far as Minnesota is concerned, you know, I, I, I'm right there with you. There's nothing to lose if you're to, to stand up for the right right there. Absolutely. You know, what 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 was this? The the shade in the the shade in the bunhole bowl or something? I don't know. I, I you know, it, there's really nothing. The sun bowl. Okay. It, it, it really isn't not anything in reality. So the loss of the bowl is not a big yeah. The holiday bowl. It's it, it's not a bowl, okay? It's not a real bowl. No one cares. They're just they're just hey, putting hey, something hey, on TV hey, to make some hey. money. The holiday no bowl is the national championship one year. Let's oh, not forget that. Yeah, this is, uh, BYU has a national title because of the holiday bowl. Um, I mean, to me, the holiday bowl isn't a nothing bowl. This is always a bowl I look forward to. It's usually a really good matchup. Um, this year we get against mediocre teams. Washington State's gonna drug. I mean, they're 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 gonna kill Minnesota. Let me just be clear about Call that. I, I, yeah, absolutely. You're right. I they're had, gonna I had Washington <laughs> State five star on them from the get. Yeah. I think that's just because of the lack of Big Ten depth. The Holiday Bowl used to have uh, some better teams in it, uh, but the Big Ten because they have one in the playoffs and they have uh, three in a BCS bowls. Everything got shook up a little bit. We could have gotten a, the big, a the big team ten. in there this year. The Big Ten is going to get exposed. They're going to get exposed, Jonathan. The Big Ten will be exposed this bowl season. Stay tuned. Well, I mean, I think it's a conversation we've had before. Um, I'm not projecting to win uh, the majority of their bowl games, actually. I don't know if I, which ones I actually have them winning, but I think Washington State drubs them. They were a five-star for me. Uh, uh, but, you know, I mean, I, I'm just, my, my whole Sorry. thing is, Sorry. I'm so sick of protests. I'm just done with them. Thank you, I'm right there with you. Thank you, America. Every, Sonny, you know, it's funny. Sonny, Sonny I, got, I got blocked by Bob Stoops last night, Sonny, because I asked him a question about criminals. I'm sure he's going to throw a protest, a boycott, and all this together. Uh-huh. Uh, I was listening when Johnson. you said that, and I did laugh. That, that yeah. was my LOL message yeah. to you. Yeah, I mean, it's like, Jonathan, you're you're sick of protests and everything. I am, too. And it's like every time you lose something, it's not a reason to protest. Every time something doesn't go your way, it's it's not a protest. This is what's going to change over the next four years. People are going to – there are people there's, – there's people right now, they're offering free counseling to people that are upset that Donald Trump won the presidency. Really? You're, you're, you're wasting resources on people – and there's starving people in this country, you know, and you got somebody in there that's going to create a job, but yet you're going to get free counseling to them. They grow up, people. My God. Let's, what kind of country not do I live the, in? Let's not forget the people that are getting paid 15 bucks an hour to protest. Um, so, yeah. Listen, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna prote- to protest protesters. How about that? <laughs> I'm boycotting protesters from protesting. Yeah. yeah. 
And the yeah. story, <laughs> here's go. the deal. The story, the the Muslim lady that was attacked on a subway or whatever, and everybody, that was a lie. She got arrested, and there's so many people posting that on their wall, like, see, this is what I was afraid of with Donald Trump and all this stuff. Get out of here. Get off my Facebook. Get off my screen. Get out of here. He's not I'm even in the office of, yet. <laughs> I mean, there was a the story where... There was a story where a guy beat his wife and faked his own kidnapping and said Donald Trump people did it. And they found out, and they're like, uh, good job, guy. Like, uh, we got you. You lied. You're only making the Trump cause look look better. And it, it, it's, it, it is it is what it is. What it is. But hey, look, I'm, I'm done with politics. Where, where are we going, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. First of all, last thing, I don't care about your feelings politically. If you if you don't like something or whatever, don't believe everything you read on the internet, people. God, use your brain that God gave you with some common sense. If I read a story of an alien just came down and skull drug a human being, I'm not gonna go report that to people and tell them it happened. Okay? It's hey, just, hey, Brian. It's just Gus <laughs> Bradley got fired. How does that make you feel, Yeah, I love it. I Before they got on the plane to go home, they fired him. Listen, I told them to That's fire him two years ago. They they spent two more years after this guy didn't have – oh, right. he's a player's coach. You know, player's coaches don't get the job done. And, they, and, and by the way, just to let you know, he ended with the worst record ever. In the uh, Super Bowl era, at less than 24% of wins. He, he deserved to get fired. Yep. And after that game, they should have won that damn game. He deserved mm-hmm. to get fired. I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, Jonathan, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a few minutes. Let's not just jump topics all over the place, please, while we're, while we're in the middle of it. Y'all screwing me up. <laughs> So if so if 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 you don't like the content we're talking about, just hang the damn phone up, people. I don't give a damn. How about that? That that that's what I'll say to all the politically correct people out there. If you don't like what's being said on here, hang up. It, Go it's to ESPN if right you want to hear it. If you want, exactly, if you want to hear exactly. BS, if you want blo- smoke blown up your ass, go to ESPN. They do enough of it for you. Thank you. And Jonathan knows that's how we are here. We don't care what you think. I mean, it's it's not what we're here for. But, hey, I want to hit basketball before we get into football real quick. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know who watched the Kentucky-North Carolina game last night but, or yesterday afternoon. But what a game, man. What a game. Sonny, you don't care much about college basketball, so bear with us a second. But I'll play no, I don't care about it until March Madness. <laughs> well, well, there's some great games being played, but anybody that doesn't have Kentucky, Jonathan, in their top two, they're, they're stupid right now. I mean, watching this team play and everything, but I looked at the polls, Sunday's top 25, Villanova number one, UCLA, yes, they did beat Kentucky number two, Baylor three, Kansas four, Duke five. Kentucky six. Do you honestly think Duke, Kansas, or Baylor could beat Kentucky? Honestly, I um, I don't know. I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. College basketball polls are stupid. I don't really care. Um, what I do care is that that game yesterday felt like a Final Four game. That felt like an a exactly. game. It was a great atmosphere. We saw a great performance by Malik Monk, who, if you didn't know his name before. You damn sure know it now. He put himself on the map, said, hey, 
I'm going to be the first pick in the draft next year, so you better keep an eye on me. His three to win that game or to put them ahead, that was awesome. the dead eye of that where, you know, it's like I'm going to put it up, no, wait, wait. You get a couple inches closer, now I'm ahead. I mean, that that took a lot of uh, cojones. That was a just an amazing game. Roy Williams, once again, forgets to call a timeout. Um, you know, are, are we sure Roy Williams is that good of a coach, or did he just walk into, a, you know, two great situations in Kansas and North Carolina? Um, but That's it. what a performance. What amazing performance. That game was stupendous. I loved watching every second of it. Um, and, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, like, like Sonny says, he doesn't pay attention until March. This was a March game. This was – a possible Final Four matchup. That's how big it was and how exciting. And again, it was on a neutral court, Jonathan. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in North Carolina. It wasn't in Kentucky. This was. This was one of the best games I've seen in a long time in college basketball. Last year's national championship was pretty good too. Um, oh yeah. But I just, I just loved, I just loved to see this Kentucky team. And imagine how much better UNC and Kentucky are going to get in the next couple of months. That's what's scary. They're going to get better. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there thinking you're you're going to beat them, you're crazy. But, hey, I have to talk about Auburn a little bit, Jonathan. I don't know if you watched the Mercer game or not, but I think Auburn's <laughs> uh, shaving points. I think Auburn shaves points in basketball against these teams or something because I see them, I see them uh, the team they're playing get beat by 40 a couple of times, and then all of a sudden Auburn's a nine-point favorite. It kind of makes you wonder, hmm, what's going on? Yeah, they were down two starters, but, but still, Auburn pulls out the the miracle at the end. Did you get to see the end of that game? Uh, no. Um, Auburn basketball is not high. If you haven't noticed, SEC basketball outside of Kentucky and whenever Florida's playing, to be honest, isn't high on my radar. Yeah. So, I mean, as an Auburn fan, I have to – I enjoy it because it's been a long time since I've been able to watch them play. Of course. And actually enjoy watching them play. So, that's why it's on my radar because it's just they suck so long. And then Wiley comes back, the big five-star, is huge for Auburn, having a 6'11", what, 240, 250 guy down low. Mm-hmm. It's just exciting to see what Bruce Pearl's done in a short amount of time to turn a uh, a team that can't even win a game like Mercer or anything like that. They're they're beating teams by 30 points. They're they're getting five stars. And here's another thing that I'll mention before we move off basketball, Jonathan. Auburn sold out their season ticket allotment for the first time, I think, since Barkley's been there. And so um, hasn't headed in the right direction. I'm not saying Auburn's going all the way, but I'm just saying watch out for them developing this year, getting some camaraderie together and making a push at the NCAA tournament. If they made an NCAA tournament, that would that would be the equivalent of them making the Final Four in football. That's how big it would be for this program. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen an NCAA tournament in forever, but I just want to throw that out there. Auburn's, what, 8-2 well, now? Talk, I mean, you want to talk about Auburn? My boy's over in Tallahassee. Uh, just tied the record for their best 12-game start in school history with an 11-1 mark. Uh, bit, you know, we we won our game in the Orange Bowl Classic against Manhattan, which was, you know, it was nice to see that we could win that game again. Uh, but we also beat that school in Gainesville for the third year in a row. 
which I think has slipped under a lot of people's radar. And this Florida State team, I mean, you know, it's not for us it's not making the tournament now from what we've seen because we've got four and five stars all up and down this roster. Uh, Coach Hamilton's done an excellent job recruiting. He's never really been that good at developing and coaching, <laughs> but he's been a good recruiter. And these guys can flat out ball. Jonathan Isaac, who is our big five-star freshman, this is the kid that's been in discussions of being a top five pick. Um, you know, we still have Dwayne Bacon, who was uh, projected to go in the first round last year, Xavier Rathan Mays. So, I mean, Florida State's a team to keep an eye on uh, at this point. Uh, expectations are at least a sweet 16, and they're going to make some noise come ACC time. I'm really excited, actually, for the first time since – well, a while um, that uh, about a Florida State team, and that's just like you said with Auburn. It's it's really fun to have that. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm always a Kentucky fan because Auburn sucks so much. I have to find somebody. Let's bring Jason on real quick to see what he's got to say. Jason, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you guys, too. We good, but hey, Merry Christmas. Um, I'll just continue about college basketball real quick. Um, Oregon's doing really good. A shaky start was 2-2 two two to start out the season, but eight straight. Um, I believe we got one more non-conference game before UCLA comes to Eugene. So that should be a fun matchup. That's an ass-whipping. What? I don't know. Oregon's yeah, won thirty-two in a row. <laughs> so, Oregon's won. Oregon's won. Oregon's won. How many? Thirty-two in a row. Did I, did did, I hope, did Oregon beat I Alabama hope. the other night? Yeah. yeah, in basketball. Yeah, somehow. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for doing yeah. that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate but it. But no, Oregon's won thirty-two in a row at home. So. This will be fun. Well, I'll be pulling for you. I'll be pulling yeah. for you. If you could get past the ugly court, you should watch that game. So, yeah. Ugly court, ugly uniforms, coaches okay <laughs> with <laughs> with three rapists playing in the NCAA tournament and then uh, sending them. Yeah, sure, yeah. Or, or Oregon's just dandy. I'm not a, I'm not saying I don't root for them, but I'm saying that I might actively participate in the – I hope Oregon loses tonight and tomorrow night and the night after that, Seth. (laughs) Jason, you have rapists on your team, man? Used to. Yeah, used to. um, A couple years ago, I want to say it was the year that Oregon lost to Wisconsin in the Sweet 16. There's three players that got charged with rape. At a downtown ball near the cottage, I was still on the team till months after. So, what? Man, what is wrong with people, man? All right, Jason. I don't well, know if you guys well, know, but thanks. Oregon has a new defense coordinator. So, oh, yeah, Jim Leavitt, good hire. Yeah, Jim Leavitt. Congratulations, yeah. you're USF West. I can really start to dislike you guys even more. <laughs> It's better. It's better than. Yeah. It's better than Brady Hoke. I'll tell you that. It's a lot. Anything's better than Brady Hoke. Sonny Clark. We, we could have had a high school coach football. who would have been better than Brady Hoke. Just I would have been better than Brady Hoke. 
Yeah. Brady Hogue had one thing on his mind. What, what, what's for dinner? That's all he cares about. Just like Charlie Wise yeah. used to. Whoa, so Jason, whoa, 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 thanks whoa. for joining us, man. Thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll probably have a show Saturday, Christmas Eve, and this week as well. So join us next next Saturday. I don't know what in the hell is going on. Somebody back in the background. God damn it, Tony, what are you doing? I'm moving my chair on a hardwood floor. I'm sorry. Well, you should install some carpet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys ready to get the NFL real quick? Yeah, let's do it. You guys ready to get the NFL Saints are falling apart. Yes. Go, Go Cardinals. Love it. I love it. The Cardinals in a shootout right now. Looking at it, what was yeah, it, 48 the, to 41? And the Saints oh defense final. is yelling at each other and yelling at the coaches. Someone was in Sean Payton's face. Yeah, they're falling apart. Watch out. <laughs> Did you see the report the that they England. want to trade Sean Payton now? Yeah, I would too. Say that again? What was that? The Saints are willing to trade Sean Payton, and it doesn't take a bit. It won't take a lot to pry him off their hands now. Okay. Watch him end up in. Watch him end up in, in San Francisco. Oh my God! And that's <laughs> another thing I want to talk about. I think it's time for Chip Kelly to to leave before his coaching name gets ruined altogether. He was a great college football coach. I think very good, yep. Jonathan. I think it's time for Chip Kelly to head back to college because he's not going to be able to do it in the NFL, man. Philadelphia, now San Francisco, just two terrible teams. I don't think a college is going to want him if he doesn't act pretty quick on this. Well, now he's only been in San Francisco. This will be his first year. Um, I don't care. I think they'll bring him back for a second run, and I think he'll come back for a second season. And the only reason wait, that I believe wait, that is... Wait, is this his second season? No, this is his first season. Oh, okay. And, and the reason I think they bring him back and the reason why I think he's okay with coming back is because there's no head coaching jobs in college open, at least Division One. If he wanted to go D2, I'm pretty sure they'd, they'd be happy to take him, but they won't be able to match his salary demands. Um, so I, I think he hangs on. I think he leaves... You know, right around Thanksgiving, in between Thanksgiving and Christmas next year, takes a nice job somewhere. Because um, I, I think at this point it would be foolish of him to to leave with with no openings. Uh, but I mean, th- San Francisco's quit. It's one thing if the team's bad, okay? If you're Cleveland and you're just bad, I, I get that. Uh, but they haven't quit. San Francisco has quit. There's no fight. They don't care. And I think that's. Uh, Boy, that's bad. That's ugly to see. They I want to see the Browns play the 49ers you know right now. You know what's funny? Well, they made the Brock mistake Osweiler. at the beginning of the year. How about, how about Brock Osweiler? Really quick on the 49ers. They made. Yeah, really quick ahead. on the 49ers, real, real quick. Listen, they made a mistake at the beginning of the year. Now, I'm not saying Colin Kaepernick is the second coming, but they should have started him at the beginning when it was exciting. 
an idea. I mean, Chip Kelly, and I mean, the, the excitement was in the air. Instead, they wanted to try and prove a point. Listen, Blaine Gabbert it, it can't carry Colin Kaepernick's jock when he's playing excited played, and good. You've seen it. Him last year. Listen, you want to Brian Hoyer it at the end of the year, you can go ahead and do that if you want to feel good about what he did at the end of the year last year. That's fine. You can Brian Hoyer that all day long. It's funny you mention that because Brian Hoyer was playing was in the playoffs last year while Kaepernick was golfing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm talking about Brian Kaepernick. Bash Hoyer all you want. But yes. the man does enough to get by, whereas Kaepernick well, he, has just quit. He quit playing football. Yeah. Yep. If, if he, he would have started this year, I don't think he would have. That's the, and I think that's the uh, point. If he would have started at the beginning of the year, like no. he was, he wasn't mentally in it. I think See, he, he, he was too worried about politics. He was too worried about politics. Uh, and then not voting. <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah, and then not voting. Yeah, because he, yeah, he that, cares that, so much about change. I mean, listen, I don't agree with Stephen A. Smith, fire. but he's right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a dumpster fire in San Fran, but um, uh, Brian, Houston fans booed Osweiler when they benched him. Does that? I mean, is that not hilarious? Is that? I mean, I I know you you know you mentioned the Osweiler getting benched. The fans cheered. They were they were ecstatic. He oh, got no. benched. It's, does that reaction surprise you as much as it kind of surprised me knowing that Tom Savage was coming in? You waste all that money. You waste all that money on a, a sucky quarterback. Houston got exactly what they deserve. That's piss poor management. And, uh, Sonny, I'm going to have to mute you for a second, buddy. Uh, my ears are, <laughs> man, I got my headphones up too loud or something. Um, but Brock Osweiler today, how much money he was making? Like, what's his contract worth compared to the guy that Savage came in? He's making three hundred thousand dollars, and he replaces a guy making millions and millions of dollars. How stupid 18. is he right now? Oh my! He, I mean, there's a reason why Elway lets him walk. People are like, well, Elway's going to look stupid for that. No, I think Elway knows what he's talking about, especially when it comes to quarterbacks. Um, and for Houston to pay him eighteen ninety two million over four years, and he can't even make it to the first season without getting benched. That's more I, than eighteen million. That's more than eighteen million. If it's ninety two oh, over yeah. four, who starts oh, next week? Um, Not Osweiler. Osweiler's going to start. I, mark my words, he's going to start. I don't know why. You, I mean, you benched them so and the then Savage came in and led you to victory. Away. They're still in the playoff run. And, and, yeah, they're still in a playoff run, I think. I, you know, as far as I remember, they're yeah. still in a playoff run. And and, and I, I no disrespect to Savage, you know, and I'm not saying Osweiler's great, but he's better than Savage regardless. He had a bad game. He hasn't been playing good all year, but that was a bad game. Now, is that the had a lot performance of we've seen – is it seen today something that you can look forward to in the future? It could be possible, but you got to you got to start Brock Osweiler next week if you if you're the Titans or if you're the uh, Texans. No, you don't. Getting Cincinnati um, at home, you know, it's a, it's a big game. They play Cincinnati at home, and then this game at Tennessee at the end of the year, guys, on January first, could be for the division, mm-hmm. really. 
Yeah. Depending on what Tennessee does. I mean, these guys are – I mean, Tennessee should – I mean, Houston should have this wrapped up by now. But somehow Tennessee yep. found a way to beat Kansas City. And who they beat last week? Was it Oakland? Oh, who did they beat? Uh, Oakland and Kansas City. I think they beat yeah. Oakland or – Did you yeah, see I mean, Andy Reid, though? Team die. I mean, so Ryan Suckup, former Kansas City Chief, um, he the he his first field goal attempt falls like three yards short, and you're like, oh, Kansas City wins, oh my goodness, and then, just kidding, Andy Reid called a timeout, so suck up can go ahead and dial it up and give it the extra boost and nail the kick. At what point do NFL head coaches realizing that icing hasn't been in college? It works. In the NFL, icing the kicker does not work. All you're doing is giving a professional a chance to redial himself in. I mean, I, they, so, they, you know, I thought Tennessee gave that I game away when they went so for two. Much. Tennessee I, I went for two, so and they could have, and they were, they should have ran the ball, and they tried to roll out with Mariota, and the whole defense followed him. Like the Titans shouldn't have won that game, but the Chiefs also shouldn't have won that game. Um, you know, so I, the best thing, the best scenario to me would have been a tie. Uh, but I mean, hats off to the Titans for hanging around, and not for nothing, but the number one and number two pick in the draft last year. Both look, you know, both are in pretty damn good shape to uh, not only, you know, not not only make the playoffs, but win their division. Yeah, Tennessee's got Jacksonville next week on the road. <laughs> that looks like a win right there. And then they get to square off against Houston at home for a oh, chance wow. to win that division. And, guys, I'm going to go ahead and call it. I think Tennessee wins the division. They make the playoffs. Houston's going to get left at home. What about Indianapolis? One in Denver, regardless. I mean, the Colts had a huge win Indy, today where they just yeah, – they, I yeah. mean, they – Indy 7-7. Seven and, seven. and, and did you – I mean, oof, Minnesota, how are you doing? Um, oh, God. Oof. oof. Hey, how's that, that first hard round to, pick for Jonathan, Sam Bradford? Jonathan, that was hard to watch today. That was hard to watch. How's that first Sonny, round pick for Bradford look? Sonny, what do you think about Bradford? I need to take about a two-minute break. What did you think well, – Jonathan and I have discussed this a lot on this show, but do you think Minnesota was smart for giving away that first pick and another pick for Sam Bradford? This team is pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's, it, it's bad. But at the same time, I get why they did it. And I don't know if I would have pulled the trigger on it. I don't know. But you got to go with NFL experience more so than a rook at the beginning of the year. You just got to. That having been said, Sean Hill in that game one, he played very well. And I and I, you can't tell me that he couldn't. This is one of the better backup quarterbacks in the NFL right now mm-hmm. is Sean Hill. And mm-hmm. the fact they didn't keep that guy in there the second week, when the first week Sam Bradford just gets in there, I, even though Sam Bradford won the game, I still think it was a mistake, and they could have found out what Sean Hill could have done and then replaced him. Give him a chance to lose two or three games or something like that before you replace him. It was a big mistake. Everybody knew you were done when you lost, lost Adrian and when you lost Bridgewater. No one expected you to even come close to win the division. Now, granted, mm-hmm. they got off a 1-0 start. They should have left him in, and then if it became a problem, then you brought him in there. I just think they went about it wrong. And here's the thing. North Turner thought that, too, and that's why he split. 
you, you say whatever you want. I think York Turner wasn't ready for that. It's just because they had a great relationship and he's going to say everything wonderful, you know, you know, politically correct in the news media and everything. I don't think that that's the way it went down there, and I think that's the reason why he left. Well, he's seen it, Jonathan. He's seen it coming. I think Turner did. I think he knew Sam Bradford is a good backup. He's not. A, yes. He's a bad starter, but a good backup. And Sean Hill, who has been in Minnesota for a little while, knows the team, knows the system, is a good yep. backup, not a good starter. I mean, if, if right. you wanted to find, if you wanted somebody to play to to compete with Sean Hill, go out on the free agent market and grab a guy. Bring Christian Ponder back in. Go trade a second round pick for EJ Manuel. Uh, or rook, yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely ridiculous that they traded a first round pick and I believe at this point a fourth round pick for Sam Bradford, who you knew what? Oh, you started six and zero. Your defense is only going to play so good for so long, and the minute you lost Peterson, it was ah oh, crap. Here we go again. Uh, yeah. I mean, the the Vikings panicked. They made a panic move. It was a terrible move. I bashed it at the time. I got bashed because they were 6-0, and and now look at them. They're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to have a top 15 draft pick that they just gave away, and you know what that draft pick could have gotten them? could have gotten them an offensive lineman to fix these issues. It could have gotten them another receiver to fix these issues. But, no, they made a stupid trade, and it backfired. Congratulations, yeah. Spielman. Congratulations, Minnesota. You are the idiot. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you because when you when you take a look at the value of the draft picks and what they're going to give up, they could whoever drafts whoever gets there, that person could have done the, the the Minnesota Vikings much better. Regardless, whoever they whoever they draft would have been a perfect fit for Minnesota. That having been said. You know, we know Minnesota's defense is good, but guess what? They're out on the football field too much now. They're they're wearing down. The defense is still good, but they can't be out on the football field for almost 40 minutes a game. It just can't happen. And and if you're not moving the ball, and I don't care how good of a defense is out there, you're not going to win games on a consistent level. And you may have started off 6-0, but how many teams have we watched over the past years, uh, Jonathan, that get off to that quick start in the first out of the gate and just only just to crash and burn – towards the end of the year, and especially in December, which is exactly what's going on here, too. So crash and burn even worse going into December at a bad time where they could have won the division. How many teams have started 6-0 and and not even made the playoffs? Uh, There are many. many, The last one I remember, I want to say Minnesota is going to be the fourth team. The last one I remember was the Broncos under Josh McDaniels, where they started six and zero and finished eight and eight. And I want to say that was the year before Tebow. Um, to be honest, because I know the year with Tebow they did not start that well. So the reason why he played. Um, so I mean, it's just that's the more embarrassing. Thing. I mean, so you have two embarrassments on your record. You traded for Sean Bradford and gave him a first round pick to do so. And you're going to start 6-0 and miss the playoffs completely. I mean, I'm not saying, but I'm saying, hey, Viking fans, remember how you guys were so mad at me? You, you thought I was an idiot? Hi. Yeah, you got some, I you got some hate you. mail. I love you guys. I'm glad you're back again going back. <laughs> they're going to finish third place, just like I said. I, I, just like I, they're going to finish in third place. 
and they're, oh, well, well we're going to make the playoffs. Well, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to be lucky to go 8-8. Eight and eight. And what are we seeing right now? What are we seeing right now? You're lucky to go 8-8. Eight eight. They are. Congratulations. Yeah, one and seven. You are the weakest link. They're one and seven. Uh, one, and, one and seven in your last eight is not going to get you in the playoffs, baby. And no, yeah. look at the Miami They're did it. Miami, didn't Miami do it? Miami did it. They they started off hot and yeah. then they you know I think I, I'm not sure. Sounds like Miami. They may have been hot. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And then and then you look at the team playing tonight on Sunday Night Football, the road team that uh. They started the year one and three, and look how pretty they're sitting now. Oh, yeah. Hi, Tampa. I want to talk about Dallas real quick. Let's yeah. talk about Dallas because I think I think this team. I mean, I know a lot of people don't they don't want to hear this, but I do not think that Dallas has playoff success unless Tony Romo's on that field. And I and I know Prescott; mm. he's done a great job this year in the regular season. But how many times have I said, and y'all said, that December football in January is a lot different than all these regular season games this guy's been playing mm-hmm. in September and October. Now you're starting to see these defenses. You see the Giants beat them twice. Well, they're going to see a lot better defenses than that if they when they make the playoffs and they're playing sunny. Um, I think right now is a good time to get Aitman some reps and everything because they're going to need him to stretch the field because right now when you watch Dallas, you don't see any receivers doing anything. All you see is a great offensive line and some running and some moving around in the pocket. Troy, I mean, uh, excuse me, Tony Romo could have this team clicking on all cylinders if he was in there right now. Uh, on all listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you that's not that wouldn't happen. I'm going to tell the reason being – when you li- when you live or when you win eleven games in a row, you don't Tony who? Listen, I don't care how no. much he's loved. I don't care how much I don't care how much Jason Witten loves him. This team has never been eleven and zero with Tony Romo in there, regardless of his experience or whatever. Here's another thing: game last week that should have been six turnovers. I mean, Eli Manning gave him three. They dropped three in the secondary. The Dallas Cowboys should have won that football game. That having been said, it is was in New York, and you know they got that little thing. Listen, there's no way. That I, listen, I, and I'm I'm in full agreement with you. Who's the better quarterback, Tony Romo? But not for this team. Not right now. There's no chemistry there anymore. Why? Because the chemistry. Everybody wants to, every. Everybody wants the good-looking girl right now, and that is Dak Prescott. And guess what? Tony Romo, he's not looking so pretty right now. Yeah, but uh, Prescott cannot extend the field, really. And these receivers, if they're not a part of the football game, and and here's what happens, Sonny. You talk about drops and stuff like that. When you're not getting the ball a lot, receivers have to get in the rhythm, too, and have to get hot. Romo can give you that option. You're going to run the ball just as well with him in the game behind that offensive line with Ezekiel Elliott. But what I'm saying, when big boy football comes around in the playoffs and you're having to win to survive to move on, you're not going to do it with Prescott. They may win one game. They may win one game in the playoffs. They'll never win two, Jonathan. I'm telling you. Listen, I don't think they win one with Romo. I don't think they – yeah, I don't think they win one with yeah. Romo there, Tarvin. I really don't. I think they could win a Super Bowl with Romo. Right uh, the same Tony Romo that doesn't exactly have a good track record in the playoffs? I don't care. I don't care. That, 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 that was, that was the worst Super Bowl. 
this team was built for him, I'm telling you. And they're finally they finally have the offensive line they need. He deserves a shot to be back there. He took a beating for all those years because of these stupid drafts. Now that they finally have an offensive line, you put a, a Romo back there, he will pick people apart. You talk about top ten quarterbacks in the NFL, we've always talked about it. Romo was one of them. Give him a shot, man. You're not going to win with Dak Prescott right now as a rookie in the playoffs. I can guarantee you that. I mean, don't you feel you're overreacting, though? They are 11-2. and two. No. No, um, I'm not I mean, overreacting. I'm talking about playoff football. I'm talking about playoff football. I'm not talking about regular season. Right, but this team is still 11-2. and two. I mean, you know, Russell Wilson, his first, you know, his first go-around, we didn't think they'd make any noise, and that man's got a Super Bowl ring. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, my, my, look, Des Bryant ain't happy with Dak Prescott. There's no doubt about that in my mind. I know it bothers him because Dak doesn't target him a whole lot. Um, granted, his first touch the Giants but... last week, he fumbled the damn ball. So, yeah, Des, <laughs> you kind of made your own bed there. But, um, you know, this is the same offensive line they've had for – this will be the third straight season that they've had this offensive line. So I don't want to hear about how it's, it's good now. It's been good. This, this, offensive, this offensive line has been good. Zach Martin, Travis Frederick, and Tyron Smith were all first-round picks. They were all great first-round picks. They've all been all pros uh, in the past three years. Um, yeah, I, I, I just I, – I look at this – I look at this Cowboys team, and do I feel that this team – could Tony Romo walk into this team and win? Probably. Yeah. Because this, team, this offense is that good because he has the running back and Ezekiel Elliott that he had with DeMarco Murray. It's the same damn receivers. They don't really have a number two. I don't care what anybody thinks about Terrence Williams. I think he's garbage. Um, you, you have the tight end of Witten who, I mean, his clock is close to expiring. You have an all-for offensive line. Your defense is playing good. There's no doubt about it. Their defense has played good this year. Um, not great, not spectacular, but good. Um, so, I mean, could Romo walk in and win? Yes. Do I think either quarterback makes a big difference? No. Now, obviously, Romo has the experience of been there, lost that. But Romo has the same bugaboo that the, the Cowboys have this year, and that's the New York Giants. For some reason, they have the Cowboys' number. I mean, the best season the Cowboys had under Tony Romo, they went 13-3, and had a bye. It was, you know, they were all number one seed. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. And they got the Giants in the second round and fell in the face. Romo threw an interception at the end of the game in the end zone. So I'm not entirely sold on either quarterback, a quarterback change making that much of a difference. And at well, the same point, I think if you bench Prescott now – you kind of cripple the kid as far as um, his uh, mental toughness and all that. Well, well, if he has mental toughness, then it wouldn't it wouldn't be affected. Here's the deal: Do you want to win a Super Bowl, Dallas? Yes or no? If you don't play Prescott, get that first round by. Maybe skate past that first game you play, eke it out, then your ashes grass after that. Uh, if you want to win a Super Bowl, you you put Romo in. And you, but no, I'm, I'm saying to anybody. Hell, I think the Falcons will come in and beat Dallas. Whoever they I play agree. in the playoffs, Atlanta's playing good football right now. They're a team that's it's looking sharp. They look like they've got it going on right now. Seattle, yes. Dallas is not going to be playing the way they are right now. 
Tony That's Romo the is the only shot they have to win a Super Bowl, Sonny. I'm telling right. you, the only shot. Listen, I don't think they didn't go into the season expecting to win the Super Bowl, and they still, if they're smart, they're not. Listen, the Dallas Cowboys are. You gotta, you gotta go. It's gonna mentally mess up not just the kids, the rest of the team. And the chemistry, you just bring in Tony Romo to start the playoffs. Oh, but Tony has never won 11 games in a row. Oh, Tony has never read this team into a 14-2 season. Screw him. No way. I, you couldn't do it, and it, it would. It'll mess up this. Now, the only thing the only thing I think they could do well, do well without is because they proved it in three games. They don't need Des Bryant. You get rid of that situation as well, knock them both out because they won the games. And not only that, they won games against teams that they shouldn't have won. They should not have beat the Green Bay Packers. Sorry, they shouldn't have. Um, they should not have uh, beaten uh, the, the Ravens. They shouldn't. There are a couple of other games that they should not have won, and they did. When you breed success, you develop chemistry. And if you just bring Tony Romo back just because Tony Romo has played in two playoff games, then, then you're making a huge mistake on the chemistry of the team that is out there right now. Well, I don't, I don't say bring him back in the playoffs. I'm saying for the rest of the season, and you could even use it as an excuse, to say, okay, they've they've really locked up, especially with the win tonight. They what will they be? Twelve and two. They've locked up home field advantage. I believe I could be wrong. Uh, they do have two games for Romo to see what happens. If he comes out, run your offense, let him throw the football. If he looks like what I think he could look like, then you may want to have you. You may not start him in the playoffs, but you bring him in during the game or something. And and who cares about? At that point, players want to win. They want that ring. Nobody's going to get upset as long as they win. But if you bring in if you bring in Romo and he falls flat on his face, that's very risky. But 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 it's going to hurt Prescott. I think leading him in the regular season and getting his ass kicked in the playoffs may hurt him more than than anything. I'm just saying. Look, Dallas. It's been a long time since you've won a Super Bowl since Aitman was around. If you want to win another one. You've got to have a quarterback like Romo that can throw the ball. He can stretch the field. He can make the throws that Prescott can't. Yeah, Prescott can pick up a first down or two with his feet. That's great. But I'm talking about when you're in those games and you're playing the teams like Giants with the big defensive lines, you're playing Seattle, you better have a quarterback that can throw the ball. So, Jonathan, how do you think Go Dak will match up against Seattle in the playoff game? How do you think Go Prescott will play against a team – that's been there before, that's done it before, that has a defense that when the, when, when the chips are on the table, they show up. Prescott's never been there before, and I just don't think it's a, a good time for him to be there. I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. But then we should never start young guys in their first playoff game. So nobody would ever have a first well, playoff I mean, game. Maybe, maybe not if you got a Troy Eight, if you got Tony Romo, is your backup. That was his job before he got hurt. That was his team, and that's the only thing. Most teams don't have that happen in exactly like that. But I'm just saying, you have Tony Romo on the sideline, you're wasting him. You're paying him all that money, and it's going down the drain, and you can win a Super Bowl. All the pieces are in place if you just put him in the damn game. But Jerry Jones is too stupid. He's going to make the wrong decision, and Dallas is going to lose 
Why yeah, would you do anything different than what you've been doing up to this point? You've lost two football teams out of 14. Why would you do anything different? And I know the playoffs are different, but you're the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. and you've got a young quarterback. You don't change anything that you're doing, and you see if they can get in and win. Well, that's exactly why I change it because playoff football is totally different than these regular season games that I'm playing all year. It's just that oh win. What do you think, buddy? <laughs> I think you're out of your mind. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, Romo can't is more of a down the field thrower, but he's also a risk taker. That's what you get with Romo. Ro- yep. Romo you can turn it over. For da- rewards. Da- you got to yeah, ask for rewards. That works in life. Dak may Dak may not throw it down the field, but I also think Dallas doesn't want him to. And and uh, the thing that Dak doesn't do that Romo does do is Dak doesn't really uh, turn the ball over. You know? Absolutely. And I like Romo. He's because from, he's, his he's balls are the size of raisins. That's why his balls are the no, size of raisins. No, that's because the coach won't let the coach won't let him have balls uh, as big as steel brass balls. Brady, the coach is Brady turns the ball those. over. Brady but, turns the ball over because he takes risks. How many Aaron Super Rogers Bowl rings does Tom Brady have? Come on, how many and Super Bowls lot, does Tom Brady have? The best quarterbacks take the risk. You have to. In order for success, if you're going to play dink and dunk football, back and dunk football, if you're going to play that, you're not going to win a playoff game, Quinn. You can mark my damn my, words on it. We can hear my po- a few weeks and talk about it. My point is, is Romo's not going to make a difference. It, uh, however far the Cowboys go in the playoffs is how, however far Romo would go. That's my point. Dallas will probably make it to the NFC Championship game unless the Giant, uh, the Giants are hot right now. Unless the Giants get in the playoffs and they face in the second round, then the Giants will beat them because the Giants have their number. But if they don't get the well, Giants a lot of second teams round, beat them. They'll, they'll probably make it to the NFC Championship game. And my guess is they'll probably lose there. But Roma wouldn't well, make a on. difference. Romo wouldn't make a difference because you have an offensive line that can protect, they can run the football, they have a defense that can keep them in football games. But the thing is, you have receivers out there that aren't being a part of the game. So if I'm a defense in the playoffs, Jonathan, I'm just going to key on the running game and the the dak and dump. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to keep it simple, stupid, and I'm going to shut Dallas' offense down. You'll notice when the playoffs come – when Dallas is playing, they're going to score about 13 points. That's what they're going to get. They're going to get a touchdown off a broken play, and they're going to get a couple of field goals. Well, you're going to have somebody like Stafford for Detroit that could come in and, and throw the ball all over the place. It's going to give them problems. They're not going to be able to keep up scoring-wise with them. The Giants on them. The Falcons, are, the Falcons can play some offense. They can score. Tampa's coming tonight. We'll see how good they are. The Tampa's kind of a team that can put up the points this this, I mean, if you go back and look at Dallas's schedule, it's kind of like you saw Carolina do it last year. Carolina had the man that Cam Newton as quarterback. He was built. That was his team. Romo, Dallas was his team. He got hurt. 
Here comes a lucky move. Prescott came in, and he managed. They're 11-2 and two despite Prescott. He hasn't had a great season or anything. I mean, come oh, on, yeah, guys. I mean, oh, my God. That offensive line doesn't protect Tony Romo. They protect Dak Prescott. And that's well, the funny is two the, the the difference is and, and it the proof is two broken collarbones in the same season. They don't block for Tony Romo. They block for Dak Prescott. That's why they've won eleven yeah, games. Yeah. Well, hold on, Sonny. Hold on, Sonny. You ever thought maybe Romo is just fragile? Well, that too. I mean, too, he, but, he, he decided to still, take off and scramble and got hurt against Seattle. It's not like they let him get hit. He 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 was running past the line of scrimmage when he got hit. So last he year he had two broken collarbones. Last year he had two broken collarbones right there well, in the he pocket. Should, he should have never come back the second time. Well, that yes, but that's not the point. They don't. No, they don't block stop. for Tony stop. Romo. They don't. No, they stop. don't block for no, Tony Sonny, Romo. Stop! No, shut up! That's stupid. Why would, why would they I not? Mean, why so would they not block dumb. for Tony Romo? You can't be that damn dumb. Listen, he, he gets when, play, he gets when players don't listen, when players lose confidence in the quarterback, okay, they lost. They lost confidence. It's Tony Romo because he can't get the job done. Now they got a guy in there that wins 11 freaking games in a row. They don't want Tony Romo back. Period. Can I say this? Go ahead. I don't think there's many defenses that can (laughs) – there's not many defenses who can stop Dallas' offense. Tampa has a really good defense. They could be one of them. Seattle could, and then the Giants. But that's about it. I mean, Dallas, they don't have a defense. Dallas has occurred 30 points five times this year. They've scored 20 points in all but three games. Two of those games they lost. The other one they beat Minnesota 17 to 15. It's not like the offense hasn't performed. Zeke Elliott's been good enough to get. He has had a phenomenal year. He's been good enough to carry this team. They don't need to go downfield that often. Yeah, I'm not looking for yeah. Matthew Stafford who has no. But you have back, to in the no playoffs. No, you don't. You if have they, not if he did, if Seattle would have never won a Super Bowl. Seattle doesn't throw the ball downfield. They won a Super Bowl. Well, they did when they won the Super Bowl. Well, I guarantee they did when they won the Super Bowl. The Percy Harvin. Per, the, per, Percy Harvin was a dink and dunk guy. Maybe he hit one nine route. Okay, Terrence Williams is good for one nine route a game. I mean, you don't have to rely on throwing the ball downfield consistently. That should be part yeah. of your play action. And yeah. Dallas is a play action offense right now, and it's going to work for them. It's the same offense that okay. Seattle won a Super Bowl with. I uh, don't know why this is, not a this Seattle is such defense, a big deal. Though. This is not a Seattle defense, though. When you and look Seattle's at offense sucks this year. They're not going to be that good in the playoffs. They're all good starting a night left tackle that didn't look, play off since the better in college. Quarterback. Let's, let's right start over here. Prescott. Who's the better quarterback? Right now it's Dak Prescott. Prescott or Tony Romo. Right now it's Dak Prescott. I, don't, I disagree. I disagree. I agree I disagree. with you, Jonathan. It, it's Dak Prescott. And that's fine. It's fine that y'all say that. But I'm sitting there yeah. saying, do you want to do you want to increase morale and keep morale high? If Tony Romo is the best option to win a Super Bowl. If I'm on, if I'm a professional and I'm on that team, I want my best shot to win. Thank you, Dak, for getting us here this far. 
but you only can get us so far. And I'm not saying three years from now that three thousand yards, to do twenty that. touchdowns, four interceptions. Thousand yards, I mean, twenty touchdowns, four interceptions. But he can't throw the ball down the field. He doesn't have to. It doesn't matter. He does. But here's he the deal. Quinn, you're Quinn, you're twelve years old. You hadn't watched but two playoff games. <laughs> it does matter. About ten years off on my you age. Don't, you, you just don't change joking, what you're man. doing. Listen, hey, you, 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 you don't change what you're doing now. You don't change what you're doing now, there, Tarvin. You keep doing what you're doing. That got you to where you're at right now. Well, all right. So the Patriots tried this in 2001. If everybody remembers, they did. Because remember, Bledsoe got hurt. They brought Brady in. They won a bunch of games and made the playoffs. Bledsoe started the AFC Championship game. They won. They beat Pittsburgh, right? They went to the Super Bowl. Who started that Super Bowl? Tom Brady. Why? Because the team looked and said, well, we want all these games to get to this point with Tom. Why are we going to turn our back on him now? If, you, if you're talking about team morale, why would you turn your back on the guy that is 11-2 and two as a starter? Exactly. Like, I know it's Everybody not December football. It's not Tony playoff Romo. football. But they happen to like Everybody that, that too, or else they wouldn't be 11-2. and two. Yeah, I mean, I can lock all you want, but I'm not going to go to war with who's going to get me that damn ring. You ask the superstars on that team who they want leading them, honestly, who do you want to play in the playoffs? I guarantee you eight out of ten of them is going to tell you Tony Romo. So you would rather have the guy that vacations with the head coach and the owner and hangs out with the head coach (laughs) instead of the guy who hangs out with his teammates. Got it. Because that Prescott hangs out with his teammates. In the playoff losses, though, usually what happens before you win in the playoffs, you lose in the playoffs. You know, you, you have that taste. Unless you know, you're you know what playoff football is about. And here we got we got Tony Romo. Yes, he hasn't had a great playoff run, but he's, he's been there. He knows the situation. Nothing's going to surprise him. He's got the weapons around him to make some noise and for Dallas to win a Super Bowl. All I'm saying is, here's the deal. I can tell you this for sure. With Dak Prescott, Dallas will not win a Super Bowl. With Lisa shot. They have ah. a shot with Tony Rowe. Maybe Dallas isn't meant to win the Super Bowl at all this year. Oh, yeah. They're, they're Maybe not. I mean, they're one of, they're one of 12 teams but think in about reality. It. They're who, one of like team? Romo, Romo was a top-10 quarterback in the NFL. He's been for a while. A top ten guy, and this was hurt. his team. He got he, got, he got hurt again and again. Prescott's again. done one. Prescott's done one hell of a job, and Dallas has played phenomenal this season up to this point. And they and I'm not going back to the Giants' loss. What I'm giving you is when you play a, a, a defense that really wants to get serious about it, and the Giants seems like they do against Dallas. But when they're playing in the playoffs, the NFC is not that good this year anyway. So hell, they may make it to the Super Bowl. Anyway, just because the NFC sucks. But all I'm saying is when big boy football comes around and these defenses, when every down matters, Prescott's a rookie, he's probably going to show he's a rookie by turning it over four or five times in one of those playoff games. When he just had this a Robo the in Alex there, Smith you would have had a win. Alex Smith well, Colin Kaepernick, it's the same argument as that one. And they stuck with Kaepernick, they made the Super Bowl, and, you know, they lost in the last play of the game. You know, I, and everyone's like, well, what if they started Alex Smith? Well, he might not have gotten there because he hadn't gotten them there before. So, I mean, that's, that's, this is the exact same argument uh, as that one. 
so I mean, we we've we've seen how we've seen it play out. We've seen obviously both quarterbacks' careers completely tailspin afterwards. One because he chose to, the other one because well, he really wasn't that good. Now let's remember, Tony Romo is what thirty six, thirty seven. He's broken his collarbone what two, three times now. He's injured his back. Well, broke his collarbone twice. He's injured his back twice. So in the last three years, he's had three season games. He's been beaten up a lot. Well, and, and he puts himself in a position to get beat up. I think he holds on to the ball too long. Um, he tries to scramble around a little too much. Um, you know, I don't. You know, I don't think it's an offensive lineman issue because, again, all three all for offensive linemen. Let me just point that out again, including an all pro left tackle and an all pro center. Um, I, I hate that argument, Sonny. I really do because that means that somebody <laughs> was conspiring to lose on purpose, and that's What's just. The crate? <laughs> The crazy thing about all Quinn, of this, Quinn, Quinn, Quinn I'm gonna tell you, hey Quinn, Quinn, I value your opinion. By the way, I was just joking with you. And Jonathan is funny. We don't all agree, and that's fine. That's what makes radio what it is. It makes it fun. We don't all have to think the same way. We don't all have to agree on every topic. And and on this one, I can guarantee you, all three of you are wrong. And I, and I'm right. Screw <laughs> <Sure> you. <laughs> I think Sonny and I are right that Dak's a better kid. Yeah. I don't care about he's a better kid. Better starter, my bad. He's a better starter for this team right now because Tony Romo never has done what Dak Prescott has been able to do, so you ride out the storm as REO Speedwagon would say. What? He had a great regular season. Eleven games in a row. Tony Romo hey, is guys, never won 11 games in a row. It, it doesn't matter. The Bucks are going to blow up the Cowboys. Oh, no. Tony Romo is going to come in. He's going to take off on a scramble. Levante David's going to end his season again. There you go. The Bucks are going to solve all of our problems tonight. Here, okay, hey, Romo's going to try and run and get There you go. Hold on. You can write that right there. Hold on. There. Here we you go, guys. Hold on just a second. Hold on. They beat. They lost <laughs> to the Giants at the start of the season. They beat yep. Washington by four. They beat the shitty Bears. They beat the shitty 49ers. They beat a bad Cincinnati team. I'll give them the Green Bay game. They beat Green Bay when they were struggling big time on the road. They beat Philly in overtime in Dallas. Philly sucks. They beat Cleveland. Congratulations. You beat you beat Pittsburgh on the road. That's good. So there's two wins, I would say. They beat a, a bad Baltimore team at the time. They did beat Washington by five on Thanksgiving. I took the points. I remember that one. They beat a terrible Minnesota team by two, okay? They beat a terrible Minnesota team by two. So so, so let's look at the last – in December. And they should have beat the Giants twice. Well, listen, in December, they they scored 15 points – or they scored 17 points, and then they scored seven, okay? You go back to the other ones, they're scoring 20 and 30. Now tonight against Tampa. Let's see how many points this Dallas offense puts up. Against Detroit next week. Their defense is not that great. Let's see what this this big offense does, and let's see what they do on the road at Philly. Let's I just see want to see them play in December defense. and January. They look like crap. They look like crap to me in December on offense. So we'll see. But 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 a top ten defense in Minnesota, a top sixteen in New York, and a top sixteen in Tampa. So their their level of competition has stepped up, and. Uh, they did enough to beat Minnesota. Was a backdoor cover. Minnesota was a backdoor cover. They had that game one seventeen to nine, and Dak slid a yard too short. Oh well. I don't care um, about no backdoor cover. It doesn't matter. No backdoor they, cover. They, it is what it is. They were up seventeen to nine when they handed it back to the defense. But seventeen. So, 
That's a yeah, thing. against they the top 10 points. defense. A lot of people haven't no scored offense. a lot of that, points that, against that Minnesota. That doesn't matter anymore. Minnesota's defense doesn't matter anymore because it's been on the field. And you called Baltimore a bad team at the time, but didn't call Philly a good team at the time. Because you remember, Philly was actually looked like a decent team when they beat them in overtime. Um, Washington has been a good team this year. Washington was on the pig. Washington, right? But you see, Baltimore's a bad bad (laughs) team at the time, and look at them right now. I mean, you want to put and now you're putting shit on the pig. Come on, let's be frank for a minute. Uh, hey, I mean, Baltimore, I, you're, you're, Baltimore, Baltimore plays good in December. They've always played well in December. Well, Baltimore okay, plays close every month of the year because for some reason they don't really like to blow anybody out. Um, you know, Washington's been a good team this year. That that's a team that could be a playoff team. But let's, 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 you know, and they're going to like it is. And and Washington's going to spank my Carolina Panthers tomorrow night. You watch. They're going to spank Carolina. I agree. Spank well, you know, Carolina sucks, and that's cool and all. Um, but, I mean, at least this year they do, and they just, they're just not getting the right – the yeah. ball isn't really necessarily bouncing their way. They're a couple bounces away from being in the division race. Um, but, I mean, I just – I, I I just don't know why you want to mess with a winning formula. Why do why do you exactly. why do you want to tinker with a winning formula? If they're winning, why tinker? Johnson, why? Johnson. Tony Romo couldn't beat the Giants I either. Two hundred yards away from train people to win a formula, okay? <laughs> so until you've been where I've been, you, you just don't question me. Just understand that that playoff football is different than well, I know that. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. Russell Wilson's <laughs> offense was a disaster. The Chicago Bears made a Super Bowl with Kyle Orton and Rex Rosen. Don't don't tell me that court yeah, that you I'll need. Ask you. I'll ask you. I'll ask you, Jonathan. If Seattle had uh, Tom Brady on the sideline while Russell Wilson was out there yucking it up and stinking it up, do you think they'd have played him in that team? How good would Seattle been had they had a passing quarterback that year? How good would they have been? Romo was better. How how good? Well, yeah, Romo and Brady aren't comparable, but how good? Uh, I mean, Bledsoe and They're Romo close. are comparable, and Bledsoe found the bench. Um, how good was Seattle with Russell Wilson? Uh, won a Super Bowl. Guys, you're discounting Romo way too much. You guys are discounting Tony Romo. He hasn't been able to play. He hasn't played in two years. He hasn't played in two years. Yeah, I mean, it's not discounting him. It's just he hasn't been able to play. His body's breaking down. That's like saying, well, if you had Brett Favre on the bench right now, you should start Brett Favre. Brett Favre is hurt. He can't play. Well, you should start him anyways. Why? Because he has experience. But he can't play. Like, come on. We'll see what Jerry Jones does. We'll we'll see. Jerry Jones ain't doing nothing. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. They wouldn't win the Super Bowl with Tony Romo either. And by the, the by, by the way, if they if they if they start Tony Romo, like Jonathan said, he's going to get hurt on a rollout, and Dak Prescott's going to be in. They're not going to win the Super Bowl well, here's either the deal. way. So that- here's the deal. Here's the deal. Next week, I want to see, and I and I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'll sit here and tell you. But we may not even know if I'm wrong or not. We may not. We 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 may not. But. What I want to see is if Tony Romo comes up in December 26th and, and he looks great, he's like, he looks great throwing the ball, everything, the offense is moving, then they go to Philadelphia January 1st and he starts. Watch, I mean, I'm just saying there's going to be a decision to make. There's going to be a decision to make. 
Do you want to no. do you want to you want to win a game Romo. in the playoff or do you want to win? That'd be so Super stupid. Well, what I was I mean, I'm not saying bench him. I'm saying you're going to have to use them. You can use both of them. You don't have to bench Prescott. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. If you have two quarterbacks, you have none. You know that. Oh, you know that, Brian. No. If you have two, you have none. No, uh, okay. Here's like the Bears lost Prescott, the Super Bowl because they short. benched Kyle Orton. No, don't know. This isn't college. Here. We're not Tim Tebowing it. If the Bears had, if the Bears hadn't benched Kyle Orton for Rex Grossman, could the Bears have won the Super Bowl? We'll never know. Kyle Orton won no, they could, to a no. thirteen and three season. Well, I mean, they were probably going to lose to the Colts no matter what. But we don't know because Rex Grossman played like wait. ass from the Super Bowl. Let's be real. If the Patriots had started Bledsoe over Brady, would they have won the Super Bowl? We don't know. Well, I mean, that, that's the thing about this. Let me say this. That Romo, Jerry Jones is loving Romo, and if Dak loses this game, Romo's probably coming in. Jerry Jones, all season, if you listen to his interviews, he's been but finding every time. reason to get Romo back in there. Yep. He's been yeah, finding every reason. Because he's a it's smart a man. No, he's not. No, Jerry it's Jones because Tony Romo vacations with Jerry. <laughs> Jerry Jones is an idiot that's a billionaire. That's what Jerry he is. Jones, he's an idiot. Hey, Jimmy Johnson. Hold on. Hold on. Let's back up. There's not too many idiot billionaires out there, guys. Now, let's yeah, back but up. When it comes to football, when it comes to football, <laughs> he's an idiot. When it comes to I mean, marketing, he's a genius. Jerry Jones yeah, didn't exactly. chase Jimmy Johnson out of Dallas. You want to talk about, you know, who's an idiot on football team? <laughs> Jimmy yeah. Jones. Jimmy yeah. Johnson hey, hey, lose out of Dallas. You got me, Jonathan. You got me on that one. You got me on I that I mean, one. that's the guy who told Jimmy Johnson a monkey could have won a Super Bowl with this team. Oh, really? Pete, and what happened? Really. Larry Switzer won a Super Bowl. That's cool. Same yeah, I was going right? to say the monkey won. Happened? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that team decreased. The monkey the team did decline. win. The way I mean, yeah, so because they lost all their But Jimmy Johnson proved he was a better coach because he took a bunch of young guys and was able to win the Super Bowl. Barry Switzer walked in and they were like, "Here's a Ferrari. Don't wreck it, please. Just don't." Jimmy Johnson. Hey, uh, Jerry Jones keeps Jimmy Johnson. I, well, if Jerry Jones doesn't chase Jimmy Johnson out, who knows how many Super Bowls they win? You probably see Dallas win four in a row instead of Buffalo lose four in a row. We'd be talking about Dallas beating Buffalo four years in a row. So okay, know, here's I mean, a, here's here's what's going to happen. If if Tony Romo, if Dallas is holding up the trophy at the end of the year, and Tony Romo is the one that led them there, God, y'all are going to be in so much trouble. I will eat the biggest throw ever. If Dak Prescott's the one holding that trophy. I will sit on there and say, you know what? I was 50% right. 50%. Here's the question, Tarvin. Here's the question. How far does the Cowboys get with Dak Prescott? How far do you think they'll make it? I I think they can win the first game of the playoff after the bye. To get Brown to the NFC, will that be the NFC Championship? If they win that next game, they're in the NFC Championship. They will mm-hmm. not. I don't think they'll win a game in the playoffs, honestly. But the, I could see them slip past with having a bye and everything. But I really think Dallas loses the first game they play in the playoffs. 
with Romo, I think they stand a chance to make a Super Bowl, but I still, I still don't think they could beat New England. Who's a better team than Dallas in the NFC? Who's Tampa? New York? Oh, hold on. If Seattle can get their heads on straight, Seattle's defense is powerful. And don't forget, Russell Wilson is a quality guy. So he's been hurt all year long. They've been covering that up all year long. So we know that's what's going on there. If he can can get – Anybody. They lost Earl Thomas. This defense, it, it could be looking at some issues when you lose your quarterback. I agree. I agree. But I mean, it's still, even with that, they still got a good. They still have a damn good defense. Look, look, here's the deal, guys. Issues. Here's the deal. The NFC sucks, and I said that. I said that. But I'm well, telling you, the NFL sucks. But, but, yeah, but here's the deal. I think the Falcons can beat the Cowboys. Nope. Trash. No, the Falcons don't have the defense. Falcons have no defense, none, and Matt Ryan does a great job of choking in the postseason. And, and, and but to his credit, he's got he can put up points to win though. Matt Thank Ryan you. is Tony Romo. They're good enough to lose in heartbreaking fashion. Agree. Seattle, Seattle will beat Dallas if they play in the playoffs. Seattle will beat them. Well, so let's think about this. Let's just play pretend right now Dallas and Seattle have the buys, and then we have the wild cards coming in, division winners. We have, say, Tampa, Atlanta, New York, and Detroit. Just say that. But if Green Bay, Green Bay will beat Dallas if they play us. If, if, if Aaron no. Rodgers is in the playoffs, if Aaron Rodgers no. is in the playoffs, he will he no. – will Score more points than Dallas and beat them. You watch. You don't want to play. Jack Prescott will beat the Green Bay Packers with the dink and dunk, and all they got to do is get it to that little speedy, that little speedy wide receiver. They don't even have to give it to. They don't even have to give it to Des Bryant to beat that Green Bay defense. That secondary is is horrible. Like you're bringing up these teams, and it's like Atlanta defense trash. Um, Dallas, I mean not Dallas. um, Green Bay defense trash. Uh, Detroit. You look at Carolina last year, Jonathan. Carolina had to go through a gauntlet to get there. Dallas, I mean, hell, I could probably even pass these teams. I mean, you know, they had to get past Arizona. They had to get past Seattle. I mean, they they had to get through the best of the best before they lost the Super Bowl. Dallas is sitting there looking at it. Seattle's about the only team. They better hope they don't play the Giants again. They better pray the Giants don't get Carson Palmer is just like Tony Romo. The playoffs come around and he turns into a pumpkin. And I think the Cowboys can beat the Giants. If you give them a third shot, sure, why not? Well, they should have beat them last game, though. And they should have beaten in the first place. Williams goes out of bounds. Bueller gets the opportunity to kick a field goal to win the game. If they freaking yeah. – if they, if they capitalize on three turnovers and could have had six, they would have won that football game too. And listen, I'm not. A, I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I can tell. I, I, I think Brian's just trying to. They have season that good. Kansas City, not good. Well, I know, they, they suck. I think your negative Carolina injury, your your negative Carolina energy, is showcasing right now <laughs> because Carolina is so bad, and Cam Newton is having. A such a tough season, you're looking for a reason to piss on the team that is doing what Carolina did last year. Because if you look at the hey, AFC, I'm gonna ask you. To, I'm gonna ask you to, does Tampa play Carolina the rest of the year? No, I'm, 
I think they do. Do they play again? I think Tampa. I think Tampa cracks Carolina's head in next week. Is it next week or the week after? You're crazy. If, I, I'll give you. We're gonna crack your head. Carolina. What are you playing for? Four hundred. Okay, not now. You lying. Now you lying. Doesn't matter. Carolina what Cam's gonna throw for four hundred. You know, um, I think Tampa sweeps Carolina. And he's been hurt. He's been hurt all year too, guys. Y'all, well, y'all everybody talk about gets other hurt. Players. Wayne. Not for an entire Everybody season. gets hurt. Not for an entire season. Hey, and guess what? You and, know and what? You it's honestly funny think, Carolina's built like Minnesota. Do anything? You honestly think Tampa's going to do anything when they can't even win at home? Oh, Tampa South. They, they have Tampa. Tampa, Tampa has Dirk Cotter as a head coach. You know, so they're they're too predictable. They're loose. Dirk, Dirk Cotter sucks. It's, it's funny you mention that because they've won six in a row. Like they keep winning. They'll lose when it's important, like tonight. How many points did Seattle They're going to lose to Dallas. How many they're going to lose to Dallas, New Tampa? Orleans, and Carolina. Okay, you know, you're high because they're going to beat New Orleans and Carolina. Look, I'm the most oh, pessimistic won't. Bucks fan you're ever going to meet. Like, I'm nervous. He doesn't I'm not even excited about the game. Him. I'm nervous. Um, yeah, I don't even watch the Bucks. I. I've seen maybe like 20 minutes of them all year. I li- I've listened to them on the radio more than I've actually watched them. Because every time I turn on, a glide will miss the field goal, and I'm like, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> you're 8-8, eight and, eight and, eight and you're going to be happy about it. Tampa's going to go 8-8, eight and eight and you're going to be happy about it. No, because I predicted 9-7 and seven and a playoff berth, um, the yeah. sixty to be exact. So, uh, uh, to uh, you eight didn't, eight you didn't predict the playoff berth. You, you didn't predict the playoff berth. <laughs> yeah, I did. 9-7 and six seed. And then we'd lose you're in the not, first round to whoever. Like I, I don't I, – yeah, I'm going to have to go back and listen to some – I'm going to have to go back and listen to some tape here. I think, I think we got Hillary Clinton on the line here. <laughs> once they went one and three, you think I was happy? They lost to the damn Rams. I mean, you want to talk about how bad the Bucks were at one point? They gave up thirty-seven points to the Rams at home. Yeah, that's a bad thing. Like, that's like, a bad like, Well, okay, we gave up twenty-nine. I think and the forty-three to Atlanta. And forty-three. Yeah, I don't think they showed up that night because I remember beating Atlanta in week one. Um, I remember beating Carolina. Uh, yeah, without Cam, they beat them. Yeah, they beat Seattle. Um, who did they play last? Yeah, week? Remember, remember, and... remember, remember, you beat Carolina without Cam Newton there on Monday night. Remember that? Okay, cool. They've won six, the Bucks have won six games in a row. They're eight and five. Like, um, I, I don't think we're a great team. I don't think we're a Super Bowl team. But it's like it's kind of nice that the Bucks are there. In all honesty, the Super Bowl picture is. Kind of clear. Out of the NFC, you're probably going to get Dallas or Seattle, uh, and in the AFC, you're probably going to get New England, maybe Oakland. Because if you look at the AFC, the AFC South is garbage. Whoever gets them in round one, bet you know they bet on them. Um, Kansas City's not that good. Denver's not that good. Man, whoever's going to have the sixth seed is going to be garbage. Um, hey, hey, so, hey, uh, the, hey the, the Bears, the Bears suck too. By the way. Well, I don't yeah. think we need to broadcast that, but let's rub it in. Let's rub it in some more on Quinn. It's kind of rude. Yeah, they, exactly. Quinn, your game. Bears suck. They blew it. it. They blew it against the Packers today. They blew it last week against the. They blew about five games or six games. It's up to six games this year that they haven't been able to win close games, and then they could have went to OT. 
uh, today, but then I don't know why they knew that the only way the Packers could possibly win the game in regulation is giving up a big play. Um, what do they do? They they play press coverage. They should have the the defensive backs like twenty yards back, but nope. Cornerback just lets Jordy throw right by him. Rodgers for a huge completion to win the game. You know, it's kind of funny how yeah, everybody's on, on here right now. I mean, think about this: that everybody on here right now. Brian, your team is what four wins? Quinn, how many wins? Do your team have five. three. Three. We have five. Okay, so you have five. So you have eight. Sonny's has two. So y'all's teams combined have ten wins. Mine has eight. Um, just saying, I think I'm Yeah, but this is the first year y'all have won eight games in, in a long time. But, hey, I want to ask that, a question. If Carolina, if, if, if Carolina wins out, which they won't, but if they did win out, would they make the playoffs? There's some really weird backdoor scenarios where they need, like, everybody to lose out to get in. But, yeah, sure. Okay. They have a one. They have a five, I, I think it's like a five million and one chance of possibly making the playoffs. Oh, they're man. they're they're. Yeah, it's it's really 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 low because they need but, the Bucks to lose out. They need the Falcons lose to San Francisco. Well, it already ended actually because they needed Atlanta to lose today and Atlanta won. So congratulations, no, Carolina. I mean, they, they you're still eliminated. get a wild card. No, no, you're not eliminated. You could still get a wild card at eight and eight in the NFC, I believe, couldn't you? Uh, no, I think you need everybody not. to lose out still. And, and look, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're going to make it. I'm not saying they're going to make it. I think they lose tomorrow night to Washington because, again, it's just teams they don't they don't have what it takes right now. Last year they were getting turnovers, creating, forcing turnovers. This year they're not. That's the difference, really, between Carolina yep. the turnovers this year and the and the health. Last year they were lucky enough to stay healthy, and then they got exposed in the Super Bowl, but. I mean, like Sonny said the other day, I think it was Sonny. You were saying that Carolina's just a bad football team. I think he, I think he dropped or something. Sonny must have got mad because we talked about it, Jackson the Jaguars or something. I don't know, but well, they were so bad they fired um, their coach. Like, so bye, Sonny. <laughs> that was a fun show tonight. That's fun. Good oh, arguments are fun. That's, that's what makes that's what makes radio fun, man. That's, that's what makes it good. But we'll be back. Probably Wednesday or Thursday. We may do Thursday and see. Talk some bowls. Uh, I think we're almost out of time right now, but we can still go over just a little bit. It's not going to matter. But just real quick, bowl coverage. Uh, Houston lost. They laid an egg yesterday as a five-point favorite. Lost thirty to ten. Yep. Our Central Florida loses by eighteen to Arkansas Yikes. State. Appalachian Yikes. State. That was a good game. They beat Toledo. Excellent game. Southern Miss Lafayette. Southern Miss Lafayette last night in a sucky game, twenty-eight to twenty-one. Really, that was not a good game. Um, uh, you forgot the New Mexico Bowl. Who's that? Eastern Washington. No, New Mexico won. They uh, they beat um, UTSA. Texas San Antonio. Oh, Texas, yeah. Texas San Antonio. Yep. So like, hey, Twelve nineteen. My teaser have, hit. Yeah, Tulsa. Tulsa Central Michigan. So there's not any good bowl games coming up until. I mean, I'm sitting here looking until. Whoa, 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 uh, Brian! You cannot I mean, insult the game tomorrow. That is your company sponsored. 
Wait, your company is sponsoring right. the game. Yeah, you have to watch it. It's, it's uh, you have, to, and if you're gonna watch that's it, on expect Tulsa to score fifty points. No, it's tomorrow, two thirty. Yeah, that's on Friday. No, that's not tomorrow. You sure? What's tomorrow then? Hold on, let me make sure. Hold on. Was it tomorrow the Miami <laughs> Beach Bowl? Tulsa Central Michigan. We're doing the one with uh, Eastern Michigan Old Dominion on the 23rd. Oh, that's, that's right. Diamond, so. That is Friday mm-hmm. at 1 o'clock. I'll be driving. And that's, actually a, and that's actually a good bowl game because neither one of these teams have been in a bowl so long. It's going to be exciting. And, and yeah. just to show Old Popeyes. Dominion's first bowl? Yeah. Popeyes is doing a all-you-can-eat. Like, they're going to have a contest between the two teams who can eat the most tenders. Chicken tenders, oh. so there's gonna be a lot of food being thrown around at the at the Bahamas lucky Bowl. I'm not so there. these guys, I mean, there's a, a lot of events. I wanted to go, but I'm not a I'm in supply chain, so I, I didn't get to go. I would have to purchase my own. I'd have to pay my own way, really, is what it is. If I well, I mean, to that game, it's Eastern Michigan's first bowl bid since uh, sometime in the '80s when they were actually. 17-point underdogs, I want to say, to San Jose State, beat them outright in, like, the California Bowl or some some ridiculousness. Um, mm-hmm. Like, that, all right, so a lot of small schools are going to be playing. I mean, we saw it yesterday with all these small schools, and you wound up with a fun finish in New Mexico, an interesting finish in New Orleans, an excellent game in the, in the Camellia Bowl. Um, and then, you know, this is your chance to see these small schools uh, watch certain players who might be drafted. Um, you know, you're, you're going to see a lot of offense uh, more than anything in a lot of these games. So appreciate it because, look, guys, after uh, January 10th, we ain't got nothing to the to the last week of August. <laughs> yeah, no. We ain't got you're right. nothing. Appreciate it. Hey, I, I've got a question real quick. What do y'all think about Fournette not playing that bowl game? I think that's gutless Good. for me. I, I I just think he's gutless. He's shown all year he's a diva and. Uh, I, I just, really, Fournette. Oh my God! But if you're LSU, do you want him to play? You know he's not going to be back, so you might as well give Geis carries and you know get Geis's backup, whoever their third string running back is, who's probably going to be the backup next year. Get him in some game action. Uh, so you, I mean, I think you want to see those guys play. Um, I mean, I get it if you're Fournette. I do. Um, do I agree with it? Not necessarily. If I was Fournette, I'd play. Yeah, also, if I was Fournette, I would I'd come back for my senior season, but that's a whole other story. Um, you know, so I mean, for the coaching staff, I think it's uh, a good move, and I appreciate the Fournette stepping aside and letting the two guys, three guys that are going to be featured and play next year, uh, get or get reps now. Um, so I, I, I do appreciate. It. I think it. you're looking at it. I'm looking at it from uh, I'm a diva. I'm not going to scratch a nail during my drafting. I mean, that's why I look at it. I think it hurts his draft status, in my opinion. It, it, see, that's, that's an interest, you know, interesting debate on that. I mean, it, it could. It, NFL teams could also see that and go, well, at least he knows he only has so many carries, you know, on the on the mile, you know, on the ticker before uh, yeah. it goes bust. Um so some NFL teams might actually appreciate it. Um, I, you know, I just, you know, if if it was me, I'd play. So that that's that's how I look at it. And if I was coaching the team, I'd be okay with him not playing because I would rather see the guys that are going to be there next year um, in, in, a, in, a, in a game against a team like Louisville who 
is a is a good team. Uh, their defense has shown promise at times this year. So I, I want to see these guys play against this competition um, instead of against their teammates. That that I do like. What I am more surprised about is Nick Chubb coming back. Yeah, and Sonny Michelle. Well, here's the deal. He sucked this year. He was going to probably go in the fourth, fifth round. He's coming back. But, hey, Jonathan, what do you think for those Auburn fans out there that are uh, saying Sean White could be – could beat out Stidham for the job. What do you? What would you tell those people out there? Um, stop smoking crack. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> when you're, a, is, you're a you're a you're a you're a Sean White homer as well. Do you think uh, Sean White will beat out Stidham? I'm not a Sean White homer. I, I've already said I think Stidham wins the job. Stidham won the job. I yeah, he did. And here's the deal, guys. I'm still not ready to back off this. I still think that Kendall Bryles will be the next offensive coordinator at all. I don't know. Something just – Kendall Bryles, and I I'll... think Art Bryles is going to be a consultant for Auburn. He won't be hired as a coach, like a position coach, but he will be a consultant for Auburn this year. So I'm looking forward you to know, seeing if that happens. You know what Auburn's going to do, Brian? You know, they're going to do the same thing Florida State did with Jameis and Coker. It's a competition. It's a competition. It's a competition. Oh, okay, Stidham yeah. won the job. Um, well, it's like August 20th. Even Cam Newton we knew was this there. Back in February. Even Cam Newton was I mean, there. Barrett Trotter's competing. They're looking even in practice. Really? Barrett Trotter is going to be that Cam you Newton? Keep, really? You want to keep the backup around as a just-in-case fail-safe. That's all that's going to be. Um, by the way, we were right. I think we deserve to give ourselves a pat on the back for this. Steve, Steve Sarkeesian, the next offensive coordinator in yep. Alabama. Um, Jerry Kill. Remember Jerry Kill, the head coach at Minnesota who had to retire due to epilepsy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the new offensive coordinator at Rutgers. Didn't see that coming. Um, that was just announced a little bit ago. Uh Okay. I I I'm just looking at this going, um, did you yeah, did you just want out of Minnesota and why would you pick Rutgers? Like if you're trying to limit your stress, uh, because the stress does induce epilepsy and I hate to make kind of light of this, but I will in this instance. Uh, if you're trying to reduce your stress levels, why would you take the job at Rutgers? Because they're terrible. Um, how do you feel about losing Sanford uh, as your OC, Quinn, takes the Western Kentucky job, which stunned me, to be completely honest. It didn't, did not see that coming. It was not one of the names that I had heard. How do you, uh, how you feel about that and the fact that Brian Kelly is looking at uh, NFL offensive coordinator retreads to replace him? <laughs> Yeah, it hurts. I like Samford. Um, I mean, we'll see what Kelly brings in. Notre, Notre Dame's kind of the football program's in a bad place right now, and we'll see where it goes. But uh, I don't you know. You lose Kaiser. Not, you lose Iyer. You lose Samford. Yeah, you have Winbush. Winbush is good. Winbush. Winbush, I think, could be good, but. I I I just I just don't know. How quickly and then I have to do more research. And then I have to do more research on their uh, de- on the defensive coordinators I got. 
from Wake oh, Forest. I can't remember his name. Yeah, um, Mike something, Brian, I think. Brian I have Kelly to do more be, research. Brian Kelly should be fired. Brian Kelly should be mm. fired. Next head coach of the, of the Jaguars, and then Chip Kelly is the next head coach at Notre Dame. So you don't have to change it in the nameplates because it still says Kelly. Boom. Or I'd like Fleck, you know. If if yeah. Kelly if mm. Kelly's gone next year, I would like him to jump on Fleck because here's, here's, a, here's a deal with Fleck. Let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you this raw raw. Uh, let me pump you up and everything, and make you play over your head. Only lasts so long. I mean, you can only you can only motivate players a certain amount of time. That his whole story will get old. I'm still interested to see what kind of X and O's coach he is. I'm not well, convinced. When you go to Notre Dame and you have the I'm talent, not, I don't think you have to rah-rah them as much. No. But you have to pay them. You have to pay those Notre Dame players like they do uh, right now, Brian uh, Kelly, and I don't know. Well, um, I think they don't <laughs> pay them with money. Uh, they had a nice tutor who offered their daughter for uh, up for services so that uh, the players would uh, oh. would feel comfortable. Um so yeah, that's oh. one reason why I like the Notre Dame. You're, I mean, hell, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take that offer. Well, uh, guys, look good. Okay. Well, guys, we're out of time. We're out of time, and I'm hungry, so I'm gonna go eat dinner. What not works for y'all next week? Wednesday or Thursday, mm-hmm. preferably Wednesday. Okay, that'd be good. What well, about you? Wednesday All right, and just we can say it proudly. Merry Christmas. I can say that now without getting in trouble. And, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, hello. We'll see you guys Wednesday, and and again we'll be tonight. We didn't get much into the bowl games because there wasn't much to get into, but we'll be previewing the big bowl game starting Wednesday, guys. I'm ready. Get ready, get your bowls out, get ready to rock and roll because we're going to be going through that and hopefully some playoff scenarios we'll be working up, study from now to then, see what happens with the Cowboys tonight, see if Romo gets in the game. So, a lot Go to Bucks, talk about. Yeah. We'll see y'all Wednesday. Go Bucks. That's right. Go Bucks. Everybody have a Hi, safe week. God bless. Yep. Bye. Baby.